2: Okay, the fabulous border bill is out. The one that's supposed to get Biden's approval rating up. That's supposed to launch Donald Trump into office again. I mean, this bill is not about the bill. It's about what it does for politicians. Those two. Yeah, the launching. So, former President Trump reacted to the newly released Senate bill. I read most of it. It's it's so That stuff is like so lawyer-esque
3: Who's got the time? You actually sat and read the whole thing? I was
4: bored Chapter one is Ukraine money Chapter two is what? Israel money? What's chapter three? If no money. money. For somebody. Oh, oh, that's right. If that's money for us, but it's way less than we give to everybody else. So here's what
2: Trump said. Only a fool or a radical left Democrat would vote for this horrendous border bill, which only gives shutdown authority after 5,000 encounters a day on average, when we already have the right to close the border now. Yeah. He's 100% correct.
4: That's the it, thing that was getting me is like, don't. We don't need the bill to do this, right? Right. If Biden was
2: law-abiding, he could close the border tomorrow, but he's not doing it because it's on purpose, and Elon Musk
4: pretty much oh. outlined what I've been saying for over a year now. But They're not enforcing the law so they can pass a pretend thing to enforce it, so they can slide other stuff in with it? No, they're not going
2: to enforce this bill either. Anyway, Trump wrote on Truth Social on Monday, this bill is a great gift to Democrats and a death wish for Republicans. So- Of course, all the liberal networks, which is just about 99 percent of them are touting the bill as the greatest thing ever. And look now, Biden solved it. You should Mm -hmm. vote for Biden. He's the greatest. Look what he's done. Nothing gets solved here. It gets worse. That's all it is. And we have some Republicans that are puss cakes that look, here's what they're all on the take. It's the uni party. They're all on the take. Senator Langford. I don't know anything about this guy, but he's a puss cake. So he came out yesterday, and he says, oh, this bill's uh, miraculous. And by the way, we can only lose two Republicans or it's over. Mm -hmm. The bill will pass if they vote on him. Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House, says that it's dead on arrival. Let's hope so. But here's Senator Lankford talking about how great this bill is. He's a Republican.
5: It, it's really ridiculous when we go on the backside of December, what just happened when we had 10 and 12,000 people a day coming across. And this authority is a 5,000 authority to say, if you get to 5,000, which we've been there every single day, except for seven in the last four months, that it completely closes the border down. It deports everyone. It changes the paradigm from right Right now, what the Biden administration is doing is catching and releasing everyone to actually catching and deporting everyone. It literally flips the script on it. I have people saying, well, I don't want to do that at 5,000. I want to do that at 3,000. say, well, fine, we can do 3,000. But right now, every day, we're at 5,000. It doesn't matter between the two. We've got to be able to have something that mandatorily deports everyone rather than actually releases everyone. That's what this does. So, this guy is full of it.
2: It's all crap. We could do this now without a bill. Mm-hmm. No, nobody needs to... It's our country. Yeah, we could close the border off with what Trump. Remember how they made up that thing about Trump wants to put a moat with alligators in it? It'd be funny. And well, then, yeah, I think if they want to do that, they can do that tomorrow. Do but they won't.
4: want. Yeah, we already have the law that says you don't come in just automatically. Right. I that's mean, that's been a thing since my grandfather came over here from Italy. Like you don't
5: just get to stroll in, man.
2: Yeah, if this was in place, the border would be shut down
5: right now. Give me your answer on that. That's correct. The border would be shut down not only the border would be shut down today, it would have been shut down every single day the last four months, and we'd have been turning people around.
2: Yeah, no, you won't. Because, you know, the president, according to the bill that I read, has discretion whether
5: to even follow the bill itself. So, again, we're back to the crazy details of this of people that are throwing stuff in there just trying to be able to attack a proposal that actually closes the border down.
2: You see, he's beginning to sound like Nancy Pelosi when Obamacare came up. Mm -hmm. She said, well, you know.
0: But we have to pass the bill so that you can
6: uh, find out what is in it. That's what he's saying.
2: That's what he's saying. Well, you know, it's too complicated
4: for normal peasants to read this. I mean, I know because I try to read it. It's impossible to get through. Isn't that a law itself? What is? Like, didn't Thomas Jefferson write somewhere in the Constitution that like, hey, you can't pass bills that the average person doesn't get? Right Like cause then you're not Doing it for the people You're going Oh well I'm gonna pass This bill in Mandarin So those of you that Didn't know Mandarin Can read it But everybody else You'll just figure it out Later when you get fined
3: Bottom line though They created this So they can go Look we did something About it Yeah no that's then, all it and is And then they don't Have to follow it I
4: just thought, well, because you could already do something about it. You don't need to create a bill to do something about it. Is this a way to sneak more money to, you know, funnel it somewhere else? Because half this stuff isn't about border security, at least not ours.
2: No, this is to keep it out of Trump's hand as a talking point for for getting back in office. And it gives Biden the... All the networks will carry water for him. They'll all say, "Look what he's done! It's amazing what he's done." And This guy Langford's probably beholden to some large corporation who likes illegal immigrants because he can pay them less. That's what this is all about. Probably a big donor to this moron. So, uh, what are the expectations here? The except, what are the exceptions that the president can actually reopen the reclose reopen the border in the middle of this bill? Yes,
5: there's a discretionary piece on this, but it's a mandatory close down. They've got 275 days in the next year that has to be closed down. There is some discretion for the president to be able to reopen it. 45 of those. So you could just close it down
2: and then reopen it again. That's what he's saying. Yeah. And then the thing is this ties up the next president be it a Republican or Democrat to follow this bill for the next three years. It's such a bunch of crap. Now he goes on to say that the only way we have to open the borders is in case there's an emergency.
5: President to be able to reopen it. 45 of those. If we have something like a hurricane come through Central America something like that where we're trying to be able to manage a natural disaster
2: a natural disaster. Why would hmm. you need to open the border for a natural disaster? Well, what could a natural disaster encompass? Now, let's turn to the vice idiot to see what she says.
7: There are the long-standing issues, the root causes, yeah, the lack of climate adaptation. And climate
2: resilience. So let's say that uh, people coming over here, running away from climate change, would that be considered a, an emergency? Well, according to the president, it's it, this is an existential uh, disaster we have on our hands.
4: We're all going to perish. But what's cl- the real? What's the real reason they're doing this? Because we know that yes. I, I just told you. I know, but there's got to be more than just trying to get votes. Or look no, a
2: good, that's look a good everything way. No, power is everything Power brings money, money brings power Yeah, but
4: you'd have more money if you Stop
3: want, giving you it g- away
4: Yeah, you can all these people you're letting <laughs> in for free solved. And giving money to You could write their names down and charge them 40% of their paycheck like the rest of us wouldn't I, that get you some money to put back the giant hole the, you're digging us into?
2: this is for an immediate need. It's to keep Trump out of office and to give Biden something to talk about as an accomplishment. This is not about money right now. You know, eventually, it's always about money down the road, but it's not about money. Well, so is this like a response to his trial getting
4: pushbacked? Or no, pu- this there, is I no... I thought they were what, trying what, to legalize and arrest him into not being able to run. Have you been hanging out with Hunter Biden? Are you doing lines again? No, what, you, what I'm telling you is what? Trump's trial of them trying to get him off the ballot by becoming like a crook. Yeah, this has nothing to do with that. That's what I'm it, how are you how are you putting people in here to get the vote if that was your original plan? This isn't in response to that or this is just a double effort?
2: No this is just this doesn't mean anything it's just for show it's theater it's just to get Trump not have the border. Are people
3: not bored with this yet, though, with the theater? Like, they're going through all this trouble. Are people just not like, I'm like, stop it already enough.
2: You just watched Fox 35, a local affiliate here. They're not even an affiliate of Fox. Well, whatever. They're here. The local TV station just put up a Clip clip of Biden saying something completely untrue. These people have no conscience. They will
3: run anything as long as it gets access to the Democrats through their line. He said that Trump went over to France and went over to a cemetery with American soldiers and called them a bunch of suckers. Which,
2: yeah, that he didn't ever said that, and that happened years ago, and they made up that whole thing. So, yep. Yeah, to answer your question, people will believe anything that these mm-hmm. people tell them. Half the country it doesn't know what's going on at all. They don't even know there's a border crisis, believe it or not. So, anyway, uh, what does this stem off from? Because Democrats hate America, and as soon as I said that last time I got an email, how dare you say that? I'm a Democrat. I don't hate America. No. The politicians that identify Democrats and liberals hate this country the way it is now. They love America the way they see it in the future. An, authorita- an authoritarian country full of misery and people who are just submissive. Control, control, yeah. control. So that's the latest with that bill. Let's go to the pervert department now for some <laughs>
8: <laughs> new perverts. Get them all, lock them up, lock them up, get them all, get them all, lock them up, perverts. Perverts. Criminals, lock them up, lock them up. Criminals, lock them up, get them all, perverts. <laughs> Oh my God.
3: When is this going to come to an end? When are we going to actually lock up and keep locked up the perverts and do something about it? Because I feel like they're multiplying like gremlins.
4: This one uh, is messed up.
2: This is a resource officer. Should be the one doing the locking up. Yeah, this is in Marion County. So the sheriff's office said a former school resource officer has been arrested. Happened on Monday. 34-year-old Christian Linan, who served as a school resource officer in Dunellen High School, August 2022. Uh, he was arrested for lewd and lascivious battery on a juvenile. According to MCSO, they were made aware of the allegations after the victim, who is now an adult, confided in a counselor about the relationship between her and Lenon. In MCSO's investigation, they say they found out the inappropriate sexual contact with the victim began in 2019. So this was a, a consensual relationship, but she was underage? She was 15. Okay. According to the victim, she and Lenon engaged in sexual activity multiple times while she was a juvenile. MCSO interviewed Lenon and said they found enough evidence existing for Lenon's arrest, which is what happened now. So he's currently being held in Marin County Jail.
4: Yeah, wow. I guess. It had happened when she was still in school. There was a bomb threat on the bus that they were on. Okay. And he came by to investigate. He pulled her and another girl out to interview him, where he got their contact information. And I guess like a month or so later, he- was texting
3: her, hey. Yeah, he hit
4: her up on Snapchat like, hey, remember me? Oh. And she was like, oh my gosh, hey. And then, you know, various meetups, and they had the evidence to go, wait a second, bud. You're a pervert. (laughs) All right, so this is interesting. So
2: this guy in Houston, he- uh I don't know what his motivation was. I don't even wanna question it. I find his uh, intent and his uh, thoughts to be uh, somewhat—I mean, this is how dare you—somewhat admirable because Jill said this a bunch of times, and she's always asked when is when are people going to start taking the law in their own hands? Since the police and law enforcement and FBI and all these people don't do, don't take the law and and enforce well, I'm just,
3: it. Yeah, I'm waiting for people to be—not that I'm like hoping they will—but if you molest somebody's child and the law doesn't do something, people are going to start taking care of it themselves. Now,
2: always have to preference this by saying, you know, hey, uh, you can't take the law in your own hands. Obviously,
3: not the- but, I mean, can you imagine a frustrated parent if their child's abused and nothing happens to the person? Well, we don't know if
2: this guy's a frustrated parent. As a matter of fact, I'm sure that's not the case, but we don't know. He must have a tie somewhere to somebody who was either molested or one of their children was molested. So, he pretended to be a minor to meet up with a child predator under false pretenses. Uh, when he met the guy, he shot and killed him. The suspect in the case is said to have taken matters into his own hands because he didn't believe police were doing enough of a job keeping child predators behind bars. And you know what? That's true.
3: But here's the thing. I, I don't want to blame the cops because the cops can only do so much. Cops. It's the law. Yeah.
2: It's the district attorneys, the prosecutors. Uh, they're all woke. They're all paid by George Soros, and they don't want to enforce the law. Chaos is what they want. So 22-year-old James Spencer III stood before a judge who found probable cause to move forward with murder-one charges. That could put him in prison for life. The details of the allegations were bizarre, even from the victim services director of Houston Crime Stoppers, Andy Cahan. This was diabolical, he says. Cunning. When I look at this, this kind of stuff is the kind of stuff you see in movies. Mm -hmm. Spencer III was arrested by the Gulf Coast Violent Offenders Task Force Wednesday. Houston cops say last May he pretended to be a minor online and pretended to want to have sex with the 37-year-old Sean Connery Showers. Not kidding who he said was a child predator. When the two men met up, Spencer shot him, killed him. He was arrested. Now, background on uh, Mr. Sean Connery Showers is he's a child predator documents show showers did serve federal time for being in possession of child pornography also failed to register as a sex offender even if showers planned to offend again con says the killing was not justified well why do you do something about it sir this guy could be facing life in prison i think he should probably get a slap on the wrist like mm-hmm. you do to other friends of yours mm-hmm. and uh and let him be on his merry way he did us a favor I, but, but I mean, that's, I, those words wouldn't have come out of my mouth 20 years ago, but I'm telling you now, it's every day. Every day we have predator stories. Every yes. single freaking day here.
4: You want to follow up on one? Sure. Uh, Lake County, we had a guy that was uh, uh, facing the death penalty. He was supposed to be the first person affected by the new law that says, hey, you touch a kid like that, you dead. Yeah. Well, he's going to get life in prison instead, so we're going to pay for him to live for the rest of his life. Food, medical care, and blankets, and prison flip-flops, that sort of thing. When, honestly, we should just nuke the guy from the planet. But
2: yeah, I saw I, this guy last night. Uh, I forget which show I was watching as I fell asleep. But it actually kept me up because it's about the phone. This guy, Michael Easter, has a book out called The Comfort Crisis. Were you watching this on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> I just wouldn't pour that out. Carry, carry on. <laughs> well, the room was dark. You know, I didn't want to turn on the TV and alarm the animals. But uh, Michael Easter was talking about life and social media since we just had those hearings last week where Mike Zuckerberg had to turn around and uh, apologize to parents. A lot of them lost their kids to suicide because of social. Well, it wasn't because of social media. I, uh, we can get into that later. But um, I don't think you can blame social media for all the ills of this country. But it is a vehicle by which kids... It does
3: have a negative effect on some people.
2: Because it's not handled properly by Mm -hmm. the adults. So Mark Zuckerberg was up there. So this guy is doing a recap of that. And he's talking about how we're living now is so unhealthy and so crazy. Listen to what he says.
9: Yeah, so my basic theory is that, you know, everything that improves your life, it's usually going to be uncomfortable at first. So if you want to improve your fitness, you're going to have to exercise. But exercise is uncomfortable. But you'll improve your health, right? If you want to lose weight, you're going to have to eat less. You'll be hungry. You'll be uncomfortable. And I think that same trend follows with our cell phones. You know, these things are dialed in to capture our attention and to just give us exactly the type of stimulation that we crave but it's often at the expense of our sanity, of our mental health, and it's taking us away from all these things that are good for us, like time outdoors, like time with others, uh, like just paying attention to the outside world and enjoying life and living
2: it. He uh, he made an analogy last night. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. He made an analogy last night. I'm bad at analogies, so I marvel when I hear a good one. Right. And he says, you know what's funny? He goes, your phone mimics a slot machine. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, they all mimic... It's, it's on purpose. Right. It's, it's the, what's next? What's next? What's next? And you can't put it down.
3: Well, it's also FOMO. Like, I have to know what everyone's doing at all times throughout the entire day, and I want them to know what I'm doing throughout all times throughout the entire day.
4: Yeah, you're just at a point in technology now where- Everything hijacks your dopamine serotonin reward system Because that's how your brain works I mean everything that keeps your organism alive Like food or reproduction or water Gives you that little bit of dopamine I clean my room, I'm doing good today There is your dopamine but you it's, know, it's your, You're a donkey with a little chemical carrot At the end of a stick that you keep chasing And when true. you get to decide how far away that carrot is from you that's where, like you mess up, because it, that's why our attention spans are so short. You get that dopamine faster without having to do the amount of work that would normally take for your brain to naturally deliver that. and then you I mean, you start changing done. your whole pattern. Go ahead. <laughs> No, that's fine. That's fine. We don't like cell phones.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, I wanted to touch on what he said at the beginning because it's so true. If you want to make a positive change in your life, it's going to be uncomfortable at first. Like, think about it. Working out is hard, but being overweight is hard, too. Pick your hard. You know, being smart. That's what she said. Anyway. Okay. I don't know why I bother. I I don't know why I bother.
2: (laughs) No, no, no. Good point. Okay, you would have done the same thing. There was a space there.
4: I took it. Yeah, Joel, you were busting out the frat house jokes before we went that on the air. That is between
3: the three of us
10: off the air that is not for public Oh, I knowledge. see.
4: Okay. All right. So he says, we live in a state
2: of constant mental churn and meaningless chatter, and that's why everybody knows it in the entire world that we're completely off the mark. We live a progressively sheltered, sterile, temperature-controlled, overfed, under-challenged, safety-netted life. 100% correct.
4: Isn't I mean, that sad? It, it, it's, it's messed up because I mean when you look at kids now and like how they When you were a kid you had like periods of boredom Like you had to yeah, find a way, a creative way mm-hmm. to figure out how to entertain yourself yep. Now it's like you're getting stuff shoved in your face and you're not even looking for it So your brain's not even doing the exercise to get to that little chemical carrot at the end of the stick. Do you
3: ever sit there and maybe you're like trying to relax and you're watching a show And you pick up your phone, you look at your phone and you're like oh wait I missed the part So you rewind it and then you pick your phone back up and you miss it again oh,
4: dude, it's terrible. Like,
3: and then you go, what am I doing?
4: For me in the morning, it's when I go to get dressed because I got to see what the weather's going to be so I know what to wear. And I go to check the weather and I got six emails from Rick and then I'm going through emails and then I'm doing show prep, standing there in my underwear going, <laughs> get dressed, idiot. Like, <laughs> stop. I always wondered what
3: your mornings were like. Now I know. It's like that, yeah.
4: <laughs> All right, this is a great story
2: out of Connecticut. Um, state mandated tampon dispenser inside the boys room the bathroom uh, was ripped out in 20 minutes.
3: Fun fact, boys don't need tampons. Carry on.
2: Yeah, it's a new state law that says there must be tampon dispensers. Well, it makes sense in the women's bathroom. We, But I don't really know what a woman is. If
3: you really gave boys access to tampons, they're going to fill them up with water and they're going to throw them at each other.
4: Did they mention that there's probably spitballs on all the mirrors too? <laughs> Brookfield High School boys' bathroom, the in, the
2: installation happened at 9.30 a.m. It was filled up at 9.40. By 9.52, it was ripped out of the wall and tampons littered all over the floor.
3: Because they're like, why? We don't need these I've never seen one of these Mark Belanda
2: the principal was beside himself just <laughs> really? crazy with indignation and just offense he was he was totally messed up the fixture he says this is the most egregious vandalism ever Up next
3: penis pumps in the ladies room
2: I am aware that the law says men's bathroom but the actions today that led to the vandalism and destruction of property were the work of immature boys may I
4: say that you are not a man Maybe, maybe, this is just a a speculation here and a little bit of a conspiracy theory, he's actually paid the boys to do it but he's oh. just giving this public speech Go! I'm outraged. Good job, fellas. I could <laughs> never. Oh, who, who would have done something so callous? Wow, you're
2: beginning to think like me. Right. I know, we hang out too them. Gutfeld had this to say about this BS. They
4: are boys, and the only thing that upsets a woke lemming more is someone who's resistant to their brainwash. And adolescent boys are the least susceptible to woke <laughs> So it's not immaturity, it's common sense. Wow. (laughs) Pretty harsh
2: words from Mr. Gutfeld. He's usually so timid and he has nice little unoffensive sweaters on. So anyway, uh, these boys, uh, he said, the principal said, these boys are not men. Yeah, they are. At least they're not like you pretending that girls are boys boys, or boys are girls, dude. Can you
3: imagine? They might
4: not be men, but they're not women either.
2: Being
3: (laughs) in school right now, trying to go through puberty and having a class. With the birds and the bees and the bees that feel like birds and the birds that feel like bees and the bees that were once bees but they're now birds. Can you even... I can't. I can't.
2: How about the ones that are, you know, non binary <laughs> <laughs> They don't know what, what they are. Uh, Gutfeld said the principal
4: is not a man. You're not a man, you're a mouse and a ball one at that. Ooh. But Mr. Principal, maybe you shouldn't blame those boys for acting up. Perhaps it was just their time of the month. Oh.
2: <laughs> Finally, finally, President Biden celebrated Hunter...
3: B- b- what? He <laughs> celebrated Hunter Biden's birthday? At Chuck des- E. Cheese, yes. Because he <gasps> deserves a huge celebration at the Ivy in Beverly Hills, if you can believe it. Oh, Good job. Your behavior Ivy. warrants all of the things in Beverly Hills. Oh, my God. You know,
4: it's How just... How much cocaine was there? Are we taking any guesses? So, you're crackhead. Because, I mean, it, it's your birthday. You're not getting an eight ball? Can you even... That's... Oh, man, I left it at the White House. Oh,
3: jeez. Can you imagine if your kid... Was on crack and then has all of these charges against him for weapons possession and all that. Do you reward that behavior with a birthday party in Beverly Hills?
2: Yeah, give him a new mountain bike. He's a good kid. This is just the dirtiest. You know, he doesn't even... I don't... Whatever. I, can't, I have no words. You noticed? Have you ever been to the Ivy?
3: Yes. So overhyped in LA. What, what yeah. goes on there? It's just a bunch of celebrities there. I saw Joanna Kearns there from Growing Pains.
4: And then after <laughs> that, where's he going? Bunny Ranch?
3: <laughs> it's not even there anymore. <gasps> the Bunny Ranch is gone? Is Bunny, Ranch? Bunny Ranch isn't a thing anymore, is it?
4: In Las Vegas? Oh, yeah. The oh, brothel? maybe
3: in Vegas, but they're in L.A., honey.
4: Oh, it's a short, plane hop over, especially when your dad's the uh, president and you get to True. just do anything you want. Anyway, the Biden men were
2: photographed hugging outside the mm-hmm. ivy, an upscale Beverly Hills restaurant. They were joined by Hunter's three-year-old son, Beau uh, Biden, who held his dad's hand while his grandfather bent down to kiss the youngster. What about the other one? Oh, the one they not speak of? Oh, the the daughter that that he doesn't claim. That daughter didn't get invited to dad's birthday. She doesn't get invited to anything. Mm. Yeah. So, well, happy
5: birthday. Our folks is President Biden, the president. Want to throw a great birthday party for your son, just like the party I threw for my son, Hunter? Then you need Biden party planners, man. I've got everything you'll need for the party, the best party. Hey, you, welcome to Biden party planners. What you need, man? Do you have piñatas? Oh, yeah, I've got piñatas, and they're full of cocaine and crack cocaine. That's what your kid will love. God will love him. He's a good boy.
10: Oh, well, I don't know if...
5: And they can play pin to tail on the hooker. Oh, man, my son <laughs> loves that game, and your kids will love that game with the hookers, man. Uh, I
10: just want goodie bags, I guess.
5: I've got goodie bags filled with laptops and drugs, and they've got the <laughs> hookers for Biden, because they're how to hunt Biden, because they're they're big bags, man, oh. big bags. Yikes. So what are you waiting for? Throw the birthday party for your kid who's a good boy. Biden Party Planners. See you soon, man. Badgummit.
1: Oh, my
11: God, don't... No-
0: oh!
1: Follow the Rick Stacy Morning Show on Instagram at the Rick Stacy Morning Show.
0: Leading ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month, featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L King.
1: Brought
3: to you by All Electric Services. So do you know who Isabel Brown is? Nope. Okay, so if you saw her face, you might know who she is. She is a a podcaster, and she goes live every day around 3 o'clock and then posts it to Instagram and TikTok. She's got 800,000 followers. And she talks about basically the same kind of stuff that we talk about. She's the blonde with the blue eyes, and you'll see a video, and then she'll pop up and be like, WTF, mate? Um, So she had this story yesterday, and she tells it better than I do, but it has to do with a church. Now, I want you to try to wrap your brain around the hypocrisy of this all a church a pastor in a church is facing criminal charges on 18 different charges. I'm going to let Isabel explain to you why. A
11: pastor in Ohio is facing criminal charges because he was inviting homeless people to come sleep overnight in his church for a warm place to sleep. He's facing 18 criminal charges from the government for violating zoning laws because I guess in the city of Bryan, Ohio, it's against zoning laws for any first floor building to allow for eating, sleeping, or residential use Then he was told by the Zoning Commission that it's illegal for him to invite people who have no home to not freeze to death and sleep inside of a church because the church doesn't have any bedrooms. At the exact same time, the entire Midwest is facing record low temperatures. So let me just seek to understand this here. Our government will kick kids out of school so that we can house migrants. Our government will build brand new apartment communities, rent free for two years. So that we can house migrants we've let hotels be completely run over in major cities to house migrants but the minute a pastor opens the doors of his church to allow homeless americans a safe place to sleep he's facing 18 criminal charges sometimes i just feel like we're living through this weird simulation massive double standard because if it's the government's job to take care of anyone shouldn't it be Americans?
2: No, but government hates religion because they want the the government to be the god.
11: Well, if they're going by Mm. the same
3: guidelines, then up in the Boston airport, I don't know if you've seen the pictures and the videos lately, they have turned pretty much the entire airport to where people that are leaving out of the Boston uh, area don't even want to stand inside the airport as they wait for their flights because they have put up sheets and they've turned it into a migrant shelter. Yep.
4: Now, is that zoned for residential?
3: Or? Exactly. There's no bedrooms there, but this pastor who wants to help homeless Americans get in out of the cold is facing charges, if you can believe that. Because
4: See, there's religion involved. Here's the part that I don't get. Like, at what point do we just stop participating? Because at the end of the day, government laws, you need to participate. Yeah, but that's because... Because if, if we all just say... You know what, dude? No, here's the middle finger. What are you
2: going to do about it? Yeah, but this is why. I'm going to get because you won't do anything that your friend or neighbor is not doing. They won't do anything until they see you do it. So, therefore, nobody does anything because everybody's worried about what other people think about them. So, nobody gets anything done. When
3: the underlying truth is just like a bug's life, there's more of us than there are of them.
2: Yeah. yeah, but they also know that even though there's more of us than them, they know that we're all kind of like worried about what the other person thinks. So, we stay
4: paralyzed. And when you don't do anything, Like I said, I just wish there was an ability for us to... The whole thing is designed to have you just... (laughs) Yeah, There's nothing you can do. Really, at the end of the day, there's nothing you
2: can do. No, there's a lot we can do collectively, but we won't. That's why there's things called leaders. People want somebody else to do it for them and just tell you what to do. do it first
3: so they can go, okay, how do the people react to that? Okay, now I'll join in. Or if you
4: make a mistake, there's someone else to blame.
3: Right.
2: Other than yourself. And plus, the eyes aren't on you. And and we we are born with this ridiculous self uh, this construct of ourselves like people really care what we what, what do what we think what we say what we dress like they don't mm-hmm. which is the joke that's the joke that's the ongoing you know again I always bring up my daughter because she was very worried about what other people thought and I said nobody's looking at you And those, when, pe-
3: when you're at a certain age when you're younger people feel that way yeah I think when you get older you get obviously the saying is older and wiser the older you get yeah. you realize nobody really cared yeah but the majority of people still think that you way know. I know you know pretty crazy. Uh McDonald's the CEO has admitted the burger giant sales have taken a hit because their their prices are so outrageous in any happened? fast food. Well, remember somebody went to go get a Big Mac and now the Big Mac combo meal is $17. And if you want it with fries and a soda, um, that location. But if you want it at another location, it's almost it's almost twenty dollars to get a combo meal now.
4: Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Mad, take your order, please. Would you like fries with that? How <laughs> about
3: <laughs> Went through McDonald's drive-through. Uh, this wasn't re- recent, recent. I would say maybe a month ago. So let's say beginning of January, and got I'm not even I'm not exaggerating when I say this a small fry and a small milkshake, and it was almost ten dollars. And I thought, uh-huh. wait a minute. What do you mean? I thought she got it wrong and maybe got my order mixed up with somebody else's because I heard it through the speaker and then I drive around and if it was like $8.99 or something like that. I went, did you say eight ninety nine? She goes, yeah. I, go, I got a milkshake that looks like it came in a shot glass and a <laughs> tiny little, there's maybe seven french fries in this. You're telling me this is $9? Well,
4: you're lucky the shake machine's working. <laughs>
3: You're so right. the CEO is promising affordability because apparently they've gotten some backlash and people stopped going.
4: Uh, yeah, dude, I haven't been to McDonald's in months, which is, you know, normally I do one a month.
3: Well, the company is blaming the conflict in the Middle East. What? For the.
4: Yeah, that's why price. nobody's <laughs> eating your food. I
3: know why, because the Middle East makes the special sauce. He's saying because of the New York Stock Exchange tumbling 4%. Uh, and so he tried to go that oh, aspect come with it, on. but he's he's trying to get people to come back saying it will be affordable again. The affordability when? will be. I don't know the answer to that, and I'm not willing to
8: yeah, wait around. I haven't
4: gone since I paid thirty dollars for two bagels.
3: That's insane. Yours $30. was worse
4: than mine. Dollars. Well, they were steak bagels. I don't care $30. You think they're $15 a piece?
3: You could go to Einstein's bagels and get bagels like that, and they're not $30. No, I
4: know. No, you could go to an actual restaurant with an appetizer and food. Sit down and
3: have someone serve it to you.
4: Yeah. (laughs) On like a real plate. Not wow. like, here's a paper bag,
2: $30, loser. I can't believe that these people are so detached from like real life. To to, bl- to think that blaming the Middle East conflict and that we would buy that
6: yeah. tells
4: you how stupid they think we are. And then you're going to still pretend you have a dollar menu. Yeah. It's
12: right in between, uh, between ouch and poing. Well, you know, it's not just
3: them. I went to a, a very popular donut place the other day. Did you? And uh, I got, what did I get? Two donuts. Which they're always out of for some reason at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, why are you out of donuts? Well, it's towards the end of the day. I'm like, you close at 10. It's 3. Why are you out of stuff already? There's what one employee. Later? There's one manager that stands there and points at stuff. He doesn't do anything. Napkins and are over there. They never give you napkins. <laughs> I'm sorry. No napkins over there. Two donuts and an iced tea. And that was $9. Wow. Everything's 9 do- I leave the house. I can't leave the house without it costing me money. It's just oh, yeah.
4: constant. It's here. But why I stay
3: home. <laughs> um, This poor elder man. I feel so bad for him because I think nobody would ever want. We've heard about this happening. First of all, I don't like going in porta potties. I had to clean a porta potty once. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother time. But this older man went into a porta potty and some kids were being kids and they thought they would be hilarious. And they decided to push the porta potty over. Obviously it was gross for this poor old man, but he actually hurt himself because he is elderly. Kids ran away, but there were some nice bystanders that chose to shocking not pull out their foam and film it but actually walk over and kind of help the elderly gentleman out of the porta potty here he is
8: i saw the portable potty and i wanted to use it i felt the thing uh, start to move and i was so freaking scared you know i started
9: shouting hey hey it just kept on moving and it fell to the side <sighs> i uh, fell on my back and he said yeah i think it was a couple of teenagers it may sound funny when you're a kid it's not if you're the guy inside it's not
2: funny at all it's it's something that could have ended in a very unfunny way yeah, all right well
3: rick's laughing you think no, it's funny no don't no 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 i'm
2: just i'm just just you know they thought it was funny and they don't care about you you know
3: and they i don't know that they know who was inside i think they just i no, think don't they care. saw an elderly person cuz was an abandoned park in
2: denver they were just you know
3: so the cops got there, the kids were long gone, and they have no leads.
2: Of course not. They're not going to do anything about it, even if they had leads. They're going to chase around porty-potty
4: overs. Maybe. You, their poop <laughs> box toucher, stop.
3: So this is something I'm not on board with. I will not shop there if this becomes a thing. But Whole Foods, which I don't shop at anyway, but... Um, now in New York City and all over the place, it's spreading to multiple places. You know you can use your palm print They have it here. Payment. They Nobody, have it at
2: this one? Yeah, they've had it for a long time. Nobody uses it.
3: And you don't have to do it, right? Is it no. one of those you- No, you don't you, have to do
2: it. You got your phone, regular phone thing next to it and, uh, you know.
3: So, uh, yeah, a lot of shoppers are noticing when they go to pay for their groceries, uh, some people will go by and just wave their hand in front of it and it pays for it. Some people love it because they don't need their wallet or anything like that. You, you can't even use your phone. You're that lazy, seriously now? Well, your phone you can use or you yeah. can use if you even if you're still using a credit card, you don't have to slide it in anything. You wave it over the thing and you tap it or whatever. Yeah. It's many easy ways to pay. You pay with Apple Pay on your phone like Rick was talking about. Now
4: what stops you from just running out? Running out of what? Out of the store. With your <laughs> cart full of stuff. That's true.
2: Um, Nobody's
8: going to stop. <laughs> you now have 15 to Put your eggs back.
3: Some people <laughs> love it because they have all their information. That, so in other words, if you go to pay, if you want to buy alcohol... That has all of your information there. You don't need to take out your oh, ID or course. anything. So Nothing
4: wrong bloop. with you know Amazon and Whole Foods having your uh, uniquely identifiable genetic information. I'm sure yeah. that'll be fine later on. So
3: believe it or not, and it is the younger people that love it. They're like, it's so cool. I love it. It's amazing. It's so convenient. Yeah. But God, until your raising. convenience
4: is mandatory, <laughs> but then
3: other people like us are like, um, I'm not really sure because people think, and this is true, that it's not even a matter of if your data is. Going going to be breached, but it's a matter of when your data is going to be breached.
4: So if you don't mind feeling like a cow with a little plastic tag in his ear with your uniquely identifying number on it, boop,
3: boop, yeah, go lo- through
4: the gate, cattle.
3: A lot of people say they're not comfortable giving their uh biometric information like no that. Kidding. I wouldn't be. Are you out of your mind? You know, but some people, some people are actually loving it. I'm oh, not, so, though. Oh, so, I mean, if somebody has access
4: to that information, and I could somehow put your entire handprint at a crime scene... You don't know where that information's going
11: Dude
4: You're right
11: Yeah.
12: Get ready for the latest revolution in retail. Whole Foods palm print payments. Just the eggs? Uh, just the eggs.
10: Okay, place your palm on the pad so we can get your fingerprints. Oh,
12: that's cool. But that's not all. Here at Whole Foods, we have even more ways to make sure it's really you.
10: Okay, great. Now, open your mouth so I can swab the inside of your cheek.
12: Um, okay. All this
10: for eggs? Now, let's do the breathalyzer. Why? Are you refusing the breathalyzer, sir? You know what? Yes. <laughs> We've got a problem at register 1. Problem? At Register One.
12: The new array of payment technologies. Now
10: please bend over for the rectal
12: exam. Oh, oh come on. Only at Whole Foods. I know,
10: it's
1: crazy, right? Crazy
12: talk. <laughs>
1: Are you ready for some stupid news? It's stupid. Yeah. But we like it. Here's Rick, Jill, and Smokestack.
2: All right, just in time for the Super Bowl, they have THC-infused wings, comes from Cresco Labs. Where do you buy it? Chicago. Chicago. So I guess the sauce you put on the wings is THC-infused. Right. <laughs> there's a local sports bar. I don't know what city this is. That Chicago. would this Is it Chicago? Yeah, there's four
3: have... locations in Chicago that you can get it.
2: Ah, yeah. the fifty-fifty. That's the place. The sauce contains 100 milligrams of THC and is enough to coat approximately four 100 wings.
3: 100 milligrams?
2: That's actually not that much. That's not that much.
3: It's not? Nope. No. Uh, uh, each wing drugs. contains
2: about over four milligrams of THC. You won't
4: even see Oh, yeah. It. No, no, no. You'd have to eat a few. That's smart, though, because a lot of people put too much in, like, an edible, and it's really delicious, and then you eat a bunch, and you're like, oh, wait, I can't move, and it's like two days later, you're like, my eyes are still squeaking. <laughs> squeaky."
2: Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's $30 per jar and is intended for consumers over 21 only. Now you have to show your ID to buy wing sauce, But
3: not to vote. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's crazy. In your dreams, AI company Prophetic is releasing a $2,000 Halo AI headband in 2025, which actually lets you control your dreams through electroencephalography. Electroencephalography data. That seems
3: a little stretching over boundaries where you should be stretching well, so the
2: uh, the headset waits till you're in rem sleep and then using an MRI style
4: um you know it uses EEG information like the uh, um, the electroencephalography measures your brainwave activity mm-hmm. like so when when you get have like a, you get put under that's what they use to measure to see if you're under or not right and then uh once you do that they start using um like you said fMRI stuff to it uses like high what is fMRI? Uh, uh, Frigid is it, MRI? No, 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 no. It's frosty. Um, ah,
3: Functional I something of the brain, magnetic res- resonance imaging. Yes. Fresco yeah, MRI? yeah. Basically,
4: it allows them to see like which parts of your brain are active. Mm-hmm. So they know where to send certain high frequency signals to those parts of the brain to manipulate and control your dreams in a way that like you're already thinking about it. So there's no input on their part. You're already thinking about it, and then it just kind of goes into that.
3: That's right, folks. He knows stuff.
2: Well, according to this, you can uh, actually control your dreams to pursue answers to life's biggest questions.
3: Or you can just use your dreams to, like, I don't know, get naked with a hot celebrity. You could do that,
4: yeah. All right. Well, the dreams are...
3: Don't act like you wouldn't have a a, dream uh, of you and Sophia Vergara, because you know you would.
2: No, I've I've moved on from Sophia. I'm on to uh, playing golf.
3: Oh, the golf. What's her name?
2: Uh, what's her name? Oh, Ginger Spoonick? Paige, Paige Spearneck.
3: Ginger
4: Spoonick.
3: <laughs> you were way off. No wonder <laughs> I keep getting weird searches.
4: She looks These aren't <laughs> the results I want. I'm looking for Paige Spoonick.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so take advantage of that. Or 20, don't. 2025, it's available.
4: Oh, like and it. only $2,000, but everybody's concerned that it might affect the way your short-term memory operates. Pass. My memory already sucks. And here's the thing. If you lucid dream enough... Because I mean, you know how realistic your dreams are. Yeah. I mean, to the electric and chemical signals that make up your brain, it doesn't know the difference. Okay. You so to... you might think you're dreaming, You'd be like, I'm gonna drive my car off the St. Johns and into the sky. No. Yeah. Because you might think that you're in control of an area that you're not.
3: I'll just let my brain decide
4: what it's, it wants it's to. Probably dream. the smarter case.
2: <laughs> but... Do you remember tanning, Mom? Is this the same one in this oh. story? No, well, this is a like different a catcher's one.
4: Mint. I thought she was already. Did she pass away the tanning mom or no? No. She stopped tanning. Anyway, um Tan Mom is this one's name, a sunbed worshipper
2: in Ireland is thanking her lucky stars that she's alive after discovering her stage 1 melanoma diagnosis
3: after years of tanning. Really, really just really, really And she never used not that you're su- supposed to use sunscreen when you go into the tanning bed, but think about it, when you were younger, how many times you went. You, you, did you ever go to tanning bed? Oh, yeah. When I got divorced, I was there every day. God, when we were younger, when I was a cheerleader, it was like, tanning every day after practice, go to the tanning bed, go to the tanning bed. And you did, right? Yeah.
2: Huh?
3: You wanted to have those tan I'll legs and what, that short skirt.
2: I don't know what the chemical physiological reaction is, but it wasn't about... The tan—it was when it, when I got out of the tanning bed, it there was a feeling. I hated the way it smelled. I was like, "Oh, that's burning flesh. I'm not going to do that anymore." No, it wasn't that. It was, you got this euphoric feeling when you got out of there. I, I can't explain it. The was, only thing I well, didn't like—was it like, like
4: the vitamin D that you'd get?
2: Maybe, from that, but it's artificial.
3: No? But the only thing I didn't like was tanning bed tan is different than sun tan. It was a oh, different—it yeah, no, abs- was a different shade, and I started oh, to I didn't not care like about it. That. Rick just wanted to be safety orange. It wasn't orange. No, you're talking about the spray. I know, but the tanning bed left. It was a different tan than it you get outside. Didn't make orange. It was, a, it was a shade of no, brown. i was fond of. Well, the brown was evenly
2: distributed, as opposed to when you sit out at the beach, where you got, you know, your forehead's red, your nose is brown, your.
3: Did you neck do the little uh, the Playboy bunny on your hip?
4: Yes, I, you know, I did that. No, you do that. a little pot leaf sticker. That's always cute. What
3: happened to your face? It looks like an old Catcher's
1: Myth.
2: Anyway, she got stage one melanoma diagnosis after years of tanning. Fiongala McGuire, 35, says she used tanning beds thousands of times, adding that her mom had been diagnosed with skin cancer cancer and even tied to have tumors removed due to the same obsession. Her daughter's obsessed with it, too. McGuire says her tanning bed routine has been going strong for 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Tanning every day.
3: That's insanity I know She tried She had a whole bunch of stuff Her face broke out And these red blotches And then She suffered this um, uh, Something with her Her adrenal glands Stopped working Yeah she died twice She almost died
2: twice Almost died twice Yeah And then her daughter's Doing the same thing She had capillary leak
3: syndrome I don't know what that is But I don't want it
2: That's (laughs) terrible That sounds messy all right. Finally, an inactive and rusted rocket that once could have carried a nuclear warhead was found in the cluttered garage of a Washington homeowner who recently died. The discovery of the military-grade rocket sparked an urgent visit last Thursday from a local police bomb squad, which quickly determined the remnants of the missile were inert and not a danger to the surrounding area. How the hell? Did well, where he get? do you, yeah? My question get, exactly. Yeah, how did you do that? Where do you get that? You're I mean, not buying that from an army surplus. I don't care well, who you are. He police, found it, right? It was in his house, the pol- in the garage. The police alerted the local uh, Air Force uh, base in Ohio, contacted them last week after the neighbor offered to donate it. Donate it? Donate it. Police officials determined the hunk of metal was a Douglas Air 2 Genie, which is an unguided air-to-air rocket that is meant to carry
3: a 1.5 kiloton warhead. Nuclear. Okay. But didn't they say it wasn't active? And they were like, "You want to give it to a museum?" And they're like, "No, nah, we don't want it. it." Doesn't matter if it's active or not. How is it in your hands, mm. in your garage, not in
4: your <laughs> safe or or in your bunker that you happen Honey, to own? Lock in the your- nuclear warheads <laughs> up in the nuke safe we got at Sam's Club. Oh, my gosh, dude. Where do you keep that? Next to your rake?
12: (laughs) Coming to TV, the show that's so good it's explosive. It's Antique Warhead Roadshow.
10: And what do you have here? Well, this is a Cold War-era rocket that carried a nuclear warhead that I found in my grandfather's garage. Well, are you sitting down? Yes. Well, stop sitting down and run. This thing could explode at any second.
12: Watch as our team appraises different dangerous explosives.
10: Oh, you're back. Uh, Now what do you have? This is a land mind that my father brought back from the gulf war well are you sitting down stop sitting down run this thing is gonna blow
12: it's all coming up on antique warhead road show don't miss it
1: the rick stacy morning show with jill and smokestack
10: i'm not always like this
1: in the morning on 105.9 sunny fm rick jill and smokestack having fun with the world gone crazy
2: so uh, we hit uh, Iranian proxies. Those are people that uh, are funded, trained, and sent out by Iran to hit us. Now the toll, total number is 166 attacks on U.S. servicemen and women. Doesn't matter what uh, branch of the military. We've been hit on ships. We've been hit on bases on the ground. And we finally retaliated about two weeks ago. You know, we just, we're sort of like... Sticking a little pin in the beehive, and then we run away, you know, like the kids do, you know, when they put the poop on the doorstep and And light it it on fire and run away. Same thing. That's what we're doing. We're, we're, We're children now. So we're doing that to Iran, and then we left. And then we went back again last Friday, and we hit the Iranian proxies. Now, this is a good question from CNN. CNN usually doesn't ask good questions. They usually ask, you know, softball questions like, Jake Sullivan, about the Iranian war, how's your day? It's fine. It's fine. My day is fine. So National Security Advisor, this guy is the biggest pencil neck. No, no, I'm sorry. Ned Flanders is a bigger pencil neck. I haven't seen him around lately. What's? Well, who's Ned Flanders? Who do I refer to? Hello? What? What? Sorry, I was trying to get the other thing for the thing for later. All right, so Jake Sullivan declined to rule out U.S. strikes inside Iran. We have not hit Iran Why not? Within, within that- his, well, because we don't want to start a war. We, I don't know. So we're just going to hit everything around it instead of the thing. Yeah, these are grown men that are that are really—they got our lives in their hands, and and they're like children. Don't you get it? A twelve-year, a, a my five-year-old Lincoln, my grandchild, is a better strategist when it comes to fighting than these people. Let's consult Lincoln. We should, and these people have multiple degrees from Ivy League schools. Well, we know what that's all about. And they're leading our armed forces into battle. They have no idea what they're doing. So anyway, Jake Sullivan declined to rule out U.S. strikes inside Iran. He did this on Sunday in one of the depressing news shows I don't watch. Sullivan appeared on Sunday on CNN, ABC, NBC, and CBS days after we hit the United Kingdom helped out and began launching massive airstrike campaigns against Iranian-backed Houthis. Now, just to preface this, you got to realize something. We gave them a week's notice. Mm-hmm. They took all their crap and left. They knew the targets. Why? Because NBC News reported the targets days before we did it. We're nuts. We are absolutely losing our minds. Why are we telling everything that we're going to do? Because we're stupid. Here's uh, Not us. They are. The government. Here's uh, CNN asking the simple question, Who did we kill? What did we accomplish here? And listen to this... Malarkey.
5: The president has approached this with a straightforward principle, which is that the United States will step up. and
2: Okay, what did we hit? What exactly did we? What did we get for our money here? You're lobbing 400 million dollar missiles. What did we hit?
5: And respond when our forces are attacked. And the United States also is not looking for a wider war in the Middle East.
2: Okay, you keep saying that, and they keep hearing that. You know what they hear? It's like it's like when you're confronted with a bully, and you go to the bully. I don't want to. Fight. You know what the bully hears? And hey, you can't do nothing. I could keep pushing you around. Yeah, the bully hears. Oh, you want me to what? Punch you in the mouth? Okay. <laughs>
3: it's just what a, insanity. Unless so we are going what? You're we're not government's not smart enough to do this. But unless you want them to think you're not going to do anything, so it could be like a sneak attack.
2: No, that's you're way over. You're giving yeah. them too much
3: credit. I know, Ray, but it'd be cool way, if it happened.
5: Way too much credit. Go ahead. So we are going to continue to pursue a policy that goes down both of those lines simultaneously.
2: Okay, the line of, we don't really want a war, but we're going to... Nobody gonna, wants a war. We're going to pinprick a little bit here and a little bit there. And yet you're going to go away and you're going to go bye-bye and you stop all your bad stuff, okay? Oh Please? My, oh my God. Oh my God. Do you have Trump, do you, that clip that I love? I think so. That's yeah. the way we need to do it. Okay, let me play some more of this pencil
5: neck before you play Trump. That responds with force and clarity as we did on Friday night.
2: Oh no, could you see the Iranian uh Humani, Humane, Humini Mini Minimini? Could you see him sitting there shaking in his boots? Oh my god, they're gonna they're gonna strike with clarity. (laughs) These Ivy League morons seriously, literally have your life in their hands. They asked me what I'd do, and I said, I'm going to bomb the shit out of them. That's the way to do it. I don't care. I don't care. They've got to be stopped. That's what they respond to. Not, we're going to strike them with clarity. Uh, But also, that continues to hue to an approach that does not... Okay, stop it. I'm sorry to interrupt so much on here, but we continue to hue an approach? Hue as in... The color, like like color manipulation, hue.
3: Hue?
4: What does that mean?
2: You remember on the old televisions, they used to have... uh, The hue. hue. They had tint, hue, and also color intensity. A hue is... Where orange becomes a little more yellow, a little less orange and more darker into the red, that that to me is what Hugh is. But he throws it in here because he went to Yale. Uh,
5: but also that continues to hue to an approach that does not get the United States pulled into a war. You see,
2: Hugh means it's leaning that way. He couldn't say that. He has to say something that makes him sound so smart that you don't question him. Hmm. You know, like Jill continues to hew in an aggressive manner this morning because she's—I don't know. What did you drink last night? What I happened? I'm
3: okay. not, am I aggressive today?
2: A little
4: bit. No, it's just the caffeine.
3: Yeah. So I the did caffeine. Have a little caffeine
2: the, today. So the caffeine is causing you to hew into a more aggressive personality this morning, Jill. Keep
3: it up, Stacy. I'll be even more aggressive. And
2: I will strike you with clarity.
3: I'll strike you back <laughs> in your face.
5: Uh, that we have seen too frequently in the Middle East.
3: I mean, this guy is such a total. <laughs> b- see, it's stunning. Oh my! I was looking at the definition of Hugh and I—that's—I—it's I, it's weird to use that word in that. Context. No, no, I get it.
2: It's like if, if you, again, you have the cor- color. No, I, I got yeah. your
3: explanation. I, I, I,
2: it leans. It means know, it leans but into that this. seems like
3: a, st- what would make him use that word? That's such because a stretch. Because
2: he wants to make sure that you know that he's so far and above more educated and intelligent than you are, you shouldn't question him.
3: Do you think he was like writing that and he was like, oh, this is no. the best word. This is going to be great. Hugh, oh, uh, it's going to no. be amazing. they use that in
2: everyday speak. These people are so not us. It's amazing. Now, Jeff Van Drew is a New Jersey congressman. I don't know who the hell he is, but He's pretty good about this. He talks about the reality of the problem. We should be dealing with Iran directly and saying, yeah. if this continues,
9: you're going to feel the pain. Now, nobody wants a full-scale war. Nobody wants a full confrontation.
2: But we've got we've to play the
9: game. They don't want to lose in Iran, vital assets. They don't want to be attacked. They don't want to endanger their regime. And it has to be made clear to them that their vital assets are going to be removed because of what they're doing. And it has to be clear from the United States to Iran that they cannot enrich uranium the way they are. They are getting ever so close to having their own nuclear weaponry.
2: Yep. They so asked me what I do, and I said, I'm going to bomb the shit out of them. It's true. <laughs>
9: I Simple. Care. I don't care. They gotta be stopped.
2: And then that's why people like Trump. Plain speak, not politician gibberish. He doesn't say hue. He doesn't say we hew into the, you know.
3: But you'll have a, a small margin of people that will hear that audio clip and go, see, he's gonna get us all killed.
2: Oh yeah. Okay, so Elon Musk billionaire extremely successful and the richest man in the world again Smart. right I
3: think he's second
2: second but he's still i mean who am I to ever say something like this about Elon Musk dude i've been saying this for over a year now the whole reason that the border's open there's no other reason it's on purpose and the purpose is Twofold. Immediate purpose is for congressional districts in the Northeast that have lost people, therefore lost congressional seats, to get them back through flying all these illegals on Biden's airplanes to these areas. And then, of course, the count goes up, the census reports us, and they redistrict, and all of a sudden, they got their congressional seats back. That means they have more power. Democrats strongholds. That's that's the immediate effect because they don't have to vote for that. They just have to be people. The second part of it, eventually, they'll find the word that gets all the oversensitive, overcompassionate females, yes, white female liberals, to go, oh, you know, I do care, and I want to help. And all of a sudden, Whatever name they give the illegals, whether it be Dreamers or or, uh, uh, they'll give it some name. They're still looking for the name and then you'll fall for it. And then all of a sudden they'll become citizens and all of a sudden you have 9 million people mm-hmm. voting for Democrats. And this will be a one-party country, one-party state, a dictatorship, an authoritarian regime, and we'll never get rid of them. And
3: there'll be some people that would be okay with that.
2: Absolutely. Musk says the same exact thing. He came out two days ago and he says, it's very simple. Biden's strategy is, Musk wrote, number one, get as many illegals in the country as possible. Number two, legalize them to create a permanent majority, a one-party system. Duh. That is why they're encouraging so much illegal immigration. Me, dumbass DJ in Orlando, Elon Musk, billionaire, huge, mega corporate guy.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. See an eye to eye. Who would have thought? Because you know what,
2: common sense doesn't attach itself to money. You can be poor, one of the poor, like us, or you can be one of these elitists, <laughs> like Musk.
3: Are we the poor normies? <laughs> and, yeah. And since
2: you have some common sense, you figure it out. Even Fifty Cent has figured it out. Man, Fifty Cent blasted Mayor Adams. Says this is enough. Do you know that the city of New York, I got some really, this is really great stuff. The city of New York plans to distribute $53 million to city migrants.
3: Isn't that insane? On prepaid credit cards. When you have got homeless vets on the street and you're not going to give that to your American citizens, shame on you. 50
2: Cent said, WTF Mayor Adams, call my phone. I don't understand how this works. Please explain it to me. Call my phone, the rapper wrote. Uh huh. He wants an explanation like the rest of us do. He says, I can't explain this. I'm stuck. Maybe, ready? This is 50 Cent the rapper. Uh huh. Everybody holding on to something? I'm girding my loins. Maybe Trump is the answer. You think? Yes. I, the program begins 500 migrant families in short-term hotel stays. The family of those could get five $1,000 a piece a month. That's insane. Think about that.
3: Are you uh, On top of what they're already getting, yeah?
2: Yeah, yeah, on top of the 2, 000, 2200 they get crossing the border illegally, the $1,000 they get every month for the first six months, and now they get to stay in a hotel rent-free, they get health care, and they get $1,000 a month per member,
3: Healthcare. Per you have vets that can't get health care. And you're giving these people free health care. And everybody
4: listens, you know, listens to that and goes, well, how could you be so racist? You just don't like the brown people. It's like, no, dude, I just want you to go through the same process that everybody else has had to go through since the
3: 20s. I don't know. Yeah. Immigration is fine, but legal immigration. Yeah. We can't even take care of our own people. Why are we taking on more? It should be
4: easier to do now than when you have people covered in lice and their own poop coming over in boats. (gasps) Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You mean you can't walk up to a gate and go, All right, what's your thing? What's your story? Write your name down, fill the form out, answer these questions. Like, that's the hard part now. You got drones, you got locks, you got cameras, you got timers. You can put a fence up in a day.
3: When you have people like Ma- Michael Rappaport, who has been known to loathe, hate, 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 hate President Trump for years and years and years, coming out on his podcast and going, You know what? I hate to say it. I'm sorry. But maybe Trump's the answer. Maybe we got to go back to him. And he hates Trump. And I'm sure he hated having to admit that. Don't try to pull up the audio. He says the F word through the whole
2: thing. No, 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 not that. I'm pulling up the next story. Oh, you don't want to listen to this quick, just see. Sure, uh, sure, go ahead and hurry up.
12: I think maybe first time in seven years, the media has started talking to voters. And it's not going well. There are some people in your orbit who are either voting for Donald Trump or considering
4: it? For sure. A lot of my friends are obviously my age, so we're a little younger. We've
11: only voted once. You know, for actually for a president and Trump is kind of all we know. And they're kind of Trump and Biden. They're like,
4: well, we were broke with Biden. We weren't with Trump. And that's kind of the only thing that I'm hearing over and over again, over and over yeah. again, is that well Trump,
3: we had money. Yeah, you had money. Right. Exactly. I mean, If you do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Does it true? Is it true that Trump wants to uh, I read that he wants to debate Biden?
2: Oh, I don't know. I mean, I don't see why he wouldn't. And
3: Biden's only answer was like, "Yeah, I'd want to debate me too." It's like that's not an answer. <laughs> yeah, just like corn pop. He
4: he debated my shoe. I tell you. <laughs>
2: All right, let me, uh, let me just look at something you just mentioned at the end of that story. He said that uh, we don't have money now. Right. Did you hear what he said? That's what young people are saying left and I had people say that to me personally. They were like, you know, the only difference I noticed is that when Trump was in office, I wasn't broke. He was, right. I'm broke now. Yeah. So let me pull out this story. I don't and know. And somehow you- I'm making more money and I have less. Yes. It doesn't. <laughs> I can raise my hand for that one. Mm-hmm. So NBC News uh, featured the poll that they put together along with CNN. And the bottom lineman is this. And. Uh, It's not pretty. The price of groceries. Now, this is where they lie to you. Uh And you'll hear Kristen Welker lie to you in just a second. But let me play a little bit of this. This is... uh Kristen Welker, NBC News on Sunday, talking about the state of the election. And she's talking to the guy who administered the poll. I don't have his name. Sorry, I know his first name's Steve. But he talks about the results.
9: Let's just start with the bottom line. When you ask folks, hey, if it's the general election and it's Trump versus Biden, in our poll, Donald Trump now leads Joe Biden by five points. Compare that to the last time we polled back in November. Trump was ahead then, but it was only by two points. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And uh, then he goes into, here, I'm doing this on the fly. Um, how did the past presidents that ran for reelection do when they had the numbers that, uh, you know, that Trump has right now?
9: undergirding all of this is this question. Oh, I'm sorry,
2: this is uh, what's behind all of
9: this. Undergirding all of this is this question of he is the incumbent, Joe Biden. We ask voters, what do you think of the job he's doing? And look at that, Kristen, 37% approve, and now
2: 60% disapprove. Okay, that's the overall number, Biden versus Trump. Okay. Now it goes down to how did past presidents that ran for re-election do at this point, okay. just like we are right now, for re-election? And here is uh, the poll.
9: Starting their re-election year, what was their approval Rating. BUSH WAS OVER 50. HE WON. OBAMA WAS ALMOST AT 50. HE WON. TRUMP FOUR YEARS AGO WAS 46. HE LOST. LOOK HOW LOW BIDEN'S NUMBER IS COMPARED TO THOSE PREDECESSORS AT THIS POINT.
2: NOW WHAT'S DRIVING uh, ALL OF THIS? The economy, no surprise, we've been talking
9: about it, but look at that advantage for Trump, 22 points, wow. and securing Damn. the border here, folks, a very important Trump with a 35-point advantage.
11: The economy is so striking, Steve, because jobs are up, inflation is down. Voters aren't giving him credit for that. What planet yep. are you on? Yeah. yeah,
2: is she crazy? Well, let me let me refute her there. Kristen Welker from NBC, she hates Trump so much, you wouldn't believe it. You could see the steam coming out from her collar. Uh, but here's the here are the facts, okay? The price of groceries, because they're telling you right now, inflation has slowed down to three point five percent. That's yeah. just two percent over what Trump had. No. compared to what? A month ago. no, no, no. <laughs> you it's a cumulative number. You've got to add all the inflation together. Yeah. Groceries now. What you bought for a dollar is now a dollar twenty. And if you extrapolate that to large purchases which restaurants mm-hmm. have to make, like my mm-hmm. wife and I have to do, for the Debarry Diner, a box of bacon used to be 100 bucks. now it's 120 Multiply that by 10 Then you're talking about, we're spending that much more for bacon, and we pass it on to the consumer. So the price of groceries increased more than 20% during President Joe Biden's first three years in office. That exceeded wage growth. The Consumer Price Index, which is the real indicator of how expensive stuff is, not the inflation number. This is what people are paying for food at home, Mm -hmm. rose 20.7% from January 1st, 21 to December 23. During the first three years of President Donald Trump's administration, the grocery index rose 2.5% from January 17 to December 2019. Do the comparison. Yeah. The wage index increase was 9.1% from January 26 in January 27th, I'm sorry, January 2017 to December 2019. Wages rose 9.1%. Groceries and products ran 2.5%. People were making more money they were ahead of inflation by almost 8% or 7%. Now it's the opposite. Inflation is at 20%. Wage growth is at 7%. You're never gonna catch up.
3: I feel like the hundred-dollar bill is like the new dollar bill. It's like every time I leave the house, it costs me a hundred bucks.
4: Oh yeah, for real. Everything is at least a hundred bucks now. It's crazy.
2: Listen to this statistic: half of the people that own automobiles that are financing them, they're upside down in their loans. The car is worth six thousand dollars less than what they owe on it. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So under Biden, cumulative annual average inflation is nearly 20%. So when you hear the media say, hey, inflation has slowed down. Yes, it's slowed down year to year. But it's still up. But it's still cumulatively up 20%. You are still paying 20 cents more per dollar than you did than when Trump was in office.
11: Yeah. Jobs are up. Inflation is down. Voters aren't giving him credit for that.
2: Jobs are up. Remember yesterday, we got that jobs report on Friday, 363,000 jobs added. Everybody was like, oh, that's great. Look at that little job. But they left out the part about 182,000 people are getting laid off. Uh huh. Soon that number is going to be equal. <laughs> it's going to be like, unbelievable. You know. Yeah, so that's the way it goes. Every week we get a front row seat to our nation's politics. Standing by at the White House, the President of the United States...
13: Good morning, sir. Joe Biden. Hey, good morning, Tracy. Always good to be on with you and Jenny and Nutsack, man. <laughs> uh, I, I just want everyone to know I, I didn't use any of the campaign funds I raised over the weekend to gamble at the casino in Vegas. Well, that was very smart of you, sir. Yeah, yeah I, I just played the video poker in the hotel lobby on Jilly's Visa. Visa. Now, 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 before I start asking myself questions here, I'd I just like to take a second to thank that cute little groundhog, Punk, Punk, uh, Punk-Ass Tommy. Uh,
2: Punk-Ass Tommy, Phil, sir.
13: You 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 know the thing. The bottom line is winner's gonna be wrapping up real soon for everybody, folks.
2: I see. Well let's begin, sir. So you won the Democratic primary in South Carolina. New data shows Trump leading in three of five polls if the general election were held today. It's still very early, but how confident are you right now about your reelection chances?
13: Hey, look, folks, I'm going to be honest with you. It did feel good to win South Carolina like that, and I could be very easily overflowing with incontinence right now. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm going to do my damnedest to not let that happen because we got a lot more work to do. More more work.
3: Well, before Las Vegas, you flew to L.A. this past weekend for a less than 24-hour campaign visit with more than the normal amount of celebrities who were there for Sunday's Grammy Awards. We saw Oprah there, Meryl Streep. What celebrities did you get to meet with, if any?
13: Oh, there there were so many of them. I I, I tried to give Oprah a shoulder rub, but she was too busy dancing a a Millie Cypress. My Miley Sires. And, and I tried to shake Taylor Swift's hand, but she couldn't because she was holding the gramophonies, uh, two two of them. But let me see. Uh, I met Billy Eilish. Uh-huh. I always liked his song. It's a nice day for a white wedding. No, you're, you're confusing Billie
3: yeah. Eilish with Billy Idol, sir.
13: Yeah, yeah, he looks really different, but that's that's okay now, man. You're you're allowed to express your true self these days. He he's woke. All right. Who, who else? Well, there was that Jelly Donut guy. Jelly Roll. Jelly Roll. Well, whatever his name is, he looks like Meatloaf and Chris Christie had a baby. (laughs) I hope he didn't pay too much for those tattoos either. They missed his arm and put them on his face.
3: (laughs) And while you were in L.A., we understand you celebrated your son's, Hunter's, uh, 50, we just talked about this, 54th birthday is that right?
13: Yeah, it's just so hard to believe, man. 54 years, my sweet boy. One day you're out there coaching the little fella playing in T-ball, and before you know it, that little rascal's up on his first felony drug possession charge, man.
2: Yeah. Time flies. Memories, right? Mr. President, you've uh, declined an invitation to do a pregame Super Bowl interview for the second straight year in a row. So many presidents have done that. So why are you skipping that?
13: Well, the reason for that is very simple. I just I just wanted to be able to sit at home and relax and enjoy the super thing with my wife Jillie <laughs> and my my son Hunter and his three lady friends. What? You know, the ones that get dropped off by some scary looking guy who sits out in the driveway for three hours. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. Well, finally, sir, we've heard that you've earned a reputation for using salty language in The West Wing.
13: Oh, tell me something I don't know, dear. Look, look, folks, here's the deal. I'm not afraid to use colorful language. I can get a little R-rated at times. In fact, I'm thinking of getting booked on the deaf comedy jam. What? I got a tight five-minute stand-up set about Trump and Fox News and the differences between white presidents and black presidents. Filled with lots of words that get mom to wash your mouth out with soap, Jack.
2: Well, according to staffers familiar with your profanity, you've described Donald Trump as a sick F who delights in others' misfortunes. You even said recently,
13: what an F blank hole this guy is. Is that all true? You better believe it's true, man. Look, I got a fiery Irish temper, Jack. Uh When that cantaloupe-colored-ass clown says something that rubs me the wrong way... I just can't hold back, man. I can't hold
3: back. Try to at least hold back while you're on the air with us, sir. That's all we ask
13: you. Sorry, dear. But but sometimes the former guy gets my goat, man. I haven't cursed that much since the first time I looked in the mirror after I got my hair (laughs) plugs.
1: The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. They're just having fun in a world that's gone cuckoo. 105.9 Sunny FM. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Brought
3: to you by All Electric Services. So I'm sad because this it just happened yesterday and I just found out about it this morning. Country singer Toby Keith died yesterday. 62 years old.
1: I ain't as good as I once was. But I'm as good
2: once. Well, let's not forget Red I Solo Cup. I yeah, that's Definitely his biggest hit, crossover hit. Everybody loves
4: hit. that one. Oh, really? Red, so says this is the uh, biggest one.
2: Never heard that in my life. Country, maybe you've con- never heard that in your life. Maybe country charts, yeah.
3: Uh, Sixty-two mm. years old. He had a battle of stomach cancer. I had no idea he was even sick. I know he got diagnosed um, in 2022, which is not a very long time between your diagnosis and your and your death. That's so sad. He performed last year at the People's Choice Country Awards, received the Country Icon Award. Um, He's got three kids, a wife, but he died peacefully in his sleep. So there you go. Speaking of cancer, King Charles was diagnosed yesterday. Did you see this? Yeah. Remember he went in for a a prostate exam? Yep. And I guess it's not prostate cancer, uh, but where they went in to... Go examine him for his prostate This is when they found the cancer The type of cancer has not been disclosed Um, He's already started treatment They said they remain wholly positive about This treatment and look forward to returning to Full public duty as soon as possible He's currently not handling public duties Obviously while undergoing treatment
4: Does he ever though? I mean yeah What does he do for public duties? What is that?
3: He's a king He rules the land No
4: he doesn't What's the other guy
2: do? This guy has a Rules guy the land But next to him This guy has a guy Tie shoes for him
3: And squeeze his toothpaste out Don't forget And uh, Yeah what's
2: What's he handling exactly Hand him
3: a pen When he needs to sign Big important documents Like what
2: You know they don't like him In the UK
3: I know Well they love the queen so much And she was around for so long And they just They loved her mm-hmm. And ever since Everything happened with King Charles And um come Princess come Diana oh, yeah, no, no, no. That was like Left a bad taste In a lot of people's mouths They love Diana
2: Oh yeah did uh, you think the mom the mom is uh,
4: haunting the mansion? The queen? Yeah. I, I don't mean, know. I mean, that Buckingham Palace is old. I'm sure there's a lot of people haunting that mansion. Yeah, but <laughs> especially her.
2: Such a strong personality. So well-liked. I mean, she's got to be around there somewhere, you know? It's crazy.
11: So. Where
3: are my tea cozy. <laughs> uh, here's a new report out talking about what do people do in bed other than have sex. Um, Sex is obviously Uh, one of them. You sleep, but some people have- So you sleep, I mean, it's a close second, but- yeah, (laughs) But there's a lot of people that actually just hang out in their bed and do multiple things. Some people work from bed. Some people watch TV. They lounge. They do the nails. They read a newspaper. There's a lot of things. Really?
4: I used to do that, but not by choice. I just didn't have a big area.
3: Um, Sleep is obviously the most common activity. Watching TV came in at number two, followed by reading- I have. A, it's weird that reading beat out sex, but okay. Checking social media uh, came in tied with sex. So you're checking your social media as much as you're doing it with your partner. That's I think a, a lot issue, of people right?
4: lump social media in with reading because I can't yeah. imagine people have that many books these days.
3: Some people eat in bed. I can't eat in bed unless I am bedridden and I can't get out of bed.
4: It depends on what it is for me. Like Anything what? with a, as long as it's not uh, crumb crummy. Okay. Nothing crummy. You can't have any sort of granola. None of that. Um, nothing too, you know, liquidy. It's really got to be easy stuff.
3: Now, here's something. This is a debate that we always have on the show. How often do you think you should wash your sheets? Once like, a week. Yeah, I was gonna say once a week. Once you do once, a week. I do once every other week. Yeah, well, I have too many cats and I gotcha. dogs. Yeah, to yeah, I was in gonna
4: there. say the the long animal hair definitely makes me wash it more than I would. But.
3: Um, and a lot of people are getting less sleep now than they were before. They I know that what? they uh, before in their life, like earlier in their life, like they oh. they feel like they got more. Sleep when they were younger than they do now. Sleep is so detrimental, a lot of people don't realize Oh, it can kill you. Oh, if you don't get enough sleep, it has such an effect, it has an effect on your weight, on your mood, on your stress, on your brain, your productivity. What are you talking about? The way you handle <laughs> things. Um which is interesting because now I saw this that younger people are choosing sleep over partying. I'll tell you what, I have never appreciated sleep so much in my life as I did. Now, like, in my 40s. And, you know, when you're younger, you get FOMO sometimes. Oh, everyone's going out, but I'm so tired, but I'll make myself go out because I don't want to miss out on anything. I don't have that anymore. I don't have that. I haven't had that for a while. Mm-mm. And apparently the younger generation is like, no, it's new. They're calling it a bedtime trend. It's not a trend. It's sleep. You're just <laughs> sleeping. Yeah,
4: We're but like, aren't they sleeping more than, like, their, don't, the normal, like, 8 to 10?
3: Yeah, they're well, now they're saying, yeah, 7 to 9 hours of sleep ish is what you're supposed to get, but they're going to bed, which this is funny because to us this would be late. They're going to bed between 9 and 10 o'clock. I'm like, my yeah, head hits the pillow at 730, but okay. What time are they waking up? Uh, no, I guess at 6 in the morning if you have a 9 to 5 job, 6 or 7 in the morning, depending on if you wake up and work out first. What is that other thing
2: that came out early in the year where Generation Z is soaking in bed or something. There's a word. No, they, that's
3: the Mormons. No, 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 not that, <laughs> no, not that part.
2: Yeah, I got that part. No, okay. but it was something that they were, it was like you live in the bed all day. Yeah. What was that called? I for, Okay, you're going to make me look it up. I forget. Let me. Yeah, look. yeah, they were like in bed all, I can't do that. It's called uh, being a slug. The minute right. the sun comes out, and this has been my whole life, I got to get up and do something. Is that some kind of illness or?
3: Um, It is bed rotting. It's a trend on bed TikTok. Bed rotting. And you're proud of that? Yeah, they're they're embracing this concept. Look, unless you're somebody that works 20 hours a day or you're a nurse that worked four days in a row, right? 24 hours a day, and you come home and you're like, I got to recharge because I have to do this again in a couple of days. Yes, you get a pass. You get to shower and eat and stay in bed if you want to for 24 hours. It's right. fine. It's different. Um, But yeah, bed rotting, they're saying, is a, is a self-care trend for lazy Gen Zers. It's
2: not a self-care thing. Yeah. So bed rotting. So you're, you're happy rotting. when
3: you're bed rotting, but you don't want to go to work nine to five. Remember we played that yesterday with the yeah. with the girl that was crying. She was crying because she works 40 hours a week. Was that yesterday? And then she came home and she says, I get home at 15 and all I want to do is eat dinner and take a shower and go to bed. I'm so tired. I'm like, yeah, welcome to how the rest of us feel.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, can, That's can I do just it again? life can now. Can I do it again? This is her. This is her. This is, this is amazing.
3: Why is it
11: that... <laughs> I have to work 40 hours a week just so I can have a place to live. 40 hours a week
6: makes me $2,000 a month, and my rent is $1,660. So I don't even have money for my Starbucks
2: in the morning. Right, I love the way... She's 21 years old. I was never this tired. I'm not this tired now. And I,
6: I don't want to do that anymore, right? Like... Like... I don't know what to do. I'm not,
7: I'm not made for this. I'm not made for
8: working. (laughs) Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin.
3: (laughs) So now that the younger generation is not really going out and partying, these bars and clubs are like, well, we got to do something to cater to this younger generation.
8: Are you young and sleepy? Then come to Lullaby Lounge where we're putting the Z's in Gen Z.
0: I can hang out with friends and still get plenty of sleep.
8: Come experience the ambient ambience of our white noise room. Featuring the hottest ASMR DJs spinning the most relaxing soundscapes. Join the bedtime bash with the sleepiest generation.
0: Now I wear PJs to the grocery store and the club.
8: And half-off-weighted blanket Wednesdays with melatonin <laughs> bottle service.
0: You'll bed rot and herkle-derkle all night long.
8: Lullaby Lounge, Gen Z's biggest pajama party. Pajama party. Pajama party. Pajama party.
6: Pajama. And I, I don't want to do that anymore, right? Like, like... I don't know what to do. I'm not,
0: I'm not made for this. I know, it's crazy, right? <laughs>
1: crazy talk. <laughs>
0: you stupid idiot, smarty pants, stupid, stupid idiot.
1: Stupid news with Rick, Jill, and...
2: Smokestack, hey, I need to correct something. That uh, that guy Jake Sullivan was using, according to our listeners, was using the word hue, H-E-W, instead of what I thought it was H-U-E, which is you know changes the hue of the color, but you can also use it figuratively as you know leaning into one way or another. But they say it's H-E-W. Never heard of that word. Me neither. Which which is
3: you are such a bonehead. I'm
2: not a bonehead. I never. Okay, yes. how many people Have heard that word?
3: Rick does never I don't. Call, I, I specifically do not claim to know everything. That's why I was like. I don't get it, but yeah, hey, you learn something new it. every day. Well, it's,
2: it's sort of the same thing because the hue, uh, he talks about the. What was he talking
4: about? The uranium. the- Leading
3: you know. into, cutting into.
4: Yeah, but I, I thought it was like something's hewn from stone or from wood. It's he, not what uh, this is. It's not no, hewn, that's it's different. You. Yeah, but isn't it along the same thing? Something's
2: cut from something? It says make or shape something by cutting or chopping yeah. a material such as wood or stone, a seat hewn out of fallen yeah. tree trunks, but I don't.
3: And Hughes. I learned is something
2: just today. Past tense. I don't think that's the context he was using it in, but okay, we'll go with that since it's more than one listener. You don't
3: think yeah, we right? had a couple,
2: but I still think the one we—if he, he had used the word hue as in applying it to leaning into something—hue, h-u-e would have applied better into the context he was using. But that's just me.
3: I don't care either way. I'm I know ready you to don't move on. care. I know. Today's word is hue. Is Use it in a hue. sentence one so time I, today. I just don't. What? That's one thing I love about our listeners, though. Whenever I need help with something, you know how something's racking your brain, you're like, I can't think of the word. You'll have multiple, multiple listeners, which I love so much. That'll be like, this is it. I'm like, so thank this you. is gonna drive me nuts. I gotta figure out which word applied
2: there. Okay, I know. You is that don't. That on your
3: own time, Mr. Stacy. I know you got things <laughs> to a clean. A I adaptive get it.
2: I am challenging. Quo. Cool. To clone something, uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, this is uh, something deep fake. This is really, really bad. Deep fake technology was used for this scam. A finance worker in Hong Kong was tricked into paying, get this, 25 million dollars of his company's money to a scammer. Now, it was elaborate, so they had his boss, okay. His boss was on the call. He had a staff, which he knows well, on the call. So there's 12 people on the call total discussing this wire transfer. It was his boss and his boss's staff. Yeah, it's like the boardroom. $25 million were transferred. (laughs) Turns out it was a scammer using AI. What they did was, I guess they somehow popped into one of their Zoom calls and used the recording of all their voices. Oh, oh and Zoom. they just deep faked each person. Every one of them. So no. he, he heard his oh boss gosh. tell him to transfer 25 million. He heard his boss's staff talking about it.
3: No. Like dude. it was
4: Yeah. 25 million dollars. I mean, think about it like this. It's not like you're gonna call somebody you're already on the video call no. to confirm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, this wasn't a video call. Apparently, it was a phone call, but at the same
2: time, it was a conference call with all staff members on the phone call and his boss. They use uh, generated uh, voices from AI. Oh, see, that's even easier than From past online conferences for reference. So he heard his whole staff plus his boss on the line talking about the money transfer and did it. crazy. Now, what happens? Is he in trouble?
4: Can't be. I mean, I don't yeah. Know. Is, well, yeah again, but it's
2: illegal about that? You just fell for it. No, it's Japan. now. This is Hong Kong. Does he? Does he
12: oh. do something to
4: himself in shame, or is that just not? No, I mean, how did you know? How do you have any way of telling? Yeah, but you know, shouldn't you have been at the office, Jenkins, and you would have seen that I wasn't on the phone with you? All right. I so, mean, that's kind of brilliant, though. Speaking
2: of AI and Chat GPT and that, a Russian guy Alexander Zayden has made news by using AI to find the love of his life. He, This is a lot of work. Through using ChatGPT, Zayden was able to train and use the ChatGPT filter through the online dating profiles of 5,239 women on the dating app he was on. Then he took the best matches on dates, eventually finding his soon-to-be wife. Filters that were eliminated use uh, things like, for instance, if you had less than two pictures on your profile, eliminated.
8: Big boobs only. If
2: if there were references to astrology, religion, pro-war statements, and other profiles which he didn't like, um, he would eliminate it. If there was an over-revealing picture on there, eliminated. Then he trained the ChatGBT to go through some communication exercises by feeding it previous conversations he had with other girls, which took around 120 hours to get to the level where he was satisfied with it. That's a lot of work. And then honed it down to 12 girls, one of which was Katarina, the one he's going to marry.
3: The one that only speaks when spoken to and doesn't have any kind of religion or political belief?
2: I would assume Jeez. that's what he was looking Saudi for. Yeah, Arabia. Good grief. Well, he found it. That was a lot of work to find a girl. And then, you know, she says one wrong thing and she's out the door.
13: Right. <laughs> God. Who's,
2: who's that? Kinda a, ru- that kind of ruins the whole process, doesn't it?
3: It yeah, is who's, the process who's flagging fun, though? him. Who, who says that he's perfect? Like, sh- can she flag him back? I don't know. She agreed. She's marrying
2: the guy.
4: I mean cuz I'm sure he's putting some of his own criteria in there so he can find somebody that would match with him. No. Or like I said you think he's just like
2: boobs <laughs> No, no, no. You no, couldn't no, be no, too no.
3: revealing. You couldn't have this, you couldn't have that, you couldn't this. He's got the time.
2: All right, remember the lady who uh robbed a horse and buggy, an Amish horse and buggy out in front of the Walmart while they were inside shopping? Oh, yes. in Michigan, yeah.
4: Were, were those people she chose like the slowest getaway ever?
2: Yeah, she, Sturgis police finally caught up with her. Lona Letoski was found in a hotel room, wrapped right. in a hotel shower, under a
4: pile of clothing, in the bathtub.
3: You say finally as if there yeah. was this high-speed chase for this, weeks. That's what I'm saying.
4: I'm like, what do you mean finally caught up with her? Well, How did because, she get away in the first place? Well, she took off in a buggy.
3: Well, there was an
2: update. <laughs> Apparently, they didn't find her last week, so now we're giving you the update.
4: How do you not find her? I get it. You can't like run the plate, but at the same time, like, Hello? I, don't you get, know. I mean, are there that many that you're like, oh gosh, they're all black? There was even
2: <laughs> there was even a witness. A truck driver reported the theft after he saw the Amish couple come outside. Couldn't find the horse and buggy, and he said, "Well, yeah, I saw a lady get in it, and she trotted away." So wow. you've been pulling over Amish people for days, going, "Nope, not her." <laughs> like what? Latoski uh, admitted to taking the horse and buggy on a haphazard trot through the town after spotting it parked at the Walmart just for fun.
3: Okay. <laughs>
2: So I guess they got a tip and the officer determined the suspect was in this room and they found her in the hotel but that's room.
3: That's weird that she's wrapped, wrapped in, in a, a shower, shower curtain, curtain under clothes. Why? In they'll, a tub.
4: They'll never find me here. I hear the Amish hate shower curtains. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, an Amazon
2: driver in Georgia is out of a job after a customer accused him of trying to steal the family dog.
4: <laughs> right out of the yard. People are so brazen. I've seen a few videos where like that's happened. The guy's like, here's your package. Actually, is that a dachshund? You're coming home with me. And just, like, grabs
2: the guy. And this guy's got a lot of guts, though. Mm-hmm. It was a pit bull. Uh, Tariqa Kearns of Henry County in suburban Atlanta said her young daughter noticed the driver lured the red-nosed pit bull into his delivery truck. uh yeah, it's, he was opening the door to put the package in the house. The dog, uh, it was dog food, by the way. The daughter screamed that the Amazon guy stole our puppy. He stole our puppy. It was too late. He had the dog in the truck <gasps> by that point. She said the uh, she rushed to confront the driver and shot video of her pooch inside the vehicle. Uh, Amazon, oh, well, I can't read what she said. Holy yeah. crap. How old is this girl? Stop what the a, effing what, truck. <laughs> yeah, what a
4: mouth. I mean, she stole The, the dog stole it. I know, but... If, if somebody drove up and started grabbing your cats indiscriminately and throwing them into their trunk, you're not going to come out swearing? Well,
2: she said... Excuse
4: me, sir, please unhand my kitties. <laughs> effin' Amazon Dunn took
2: my effin' dog at my effin' yard. Dunn did take him. Wow, WSB-TV reported this. He was ready to pull off with our dog, she said, adding that he didn't even give an explanation for what he did. Well, not. You
4: there, larcenist, put my sweet pooch down before I have to resort to fisticuffs. <laughs>
10: I love my dog. But you know what I love more? Buying stuff.
12: That's why there's Amazon Canine. How's it work? We'll show up to your door with a package. Take your dog and leave the package. You get the package, we get the dog.
10: Amazon Canine here. Did you order these towels? Yeah. Okay, cool. Hand over to the dog. Well, I don't know if I want to. How bad do you want the towels, huh? Give me the dog. Sorry,
12: Rex. Amazon Canine. Enjoy your towels. Come on, buddy. Trade your dog for a package today.
1: The Rick Stacey Morning Show. Show with Jill and Smokestack.
12: I don't mean to offend you.
1: On 105.9 Sunny FM. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy.
2: Alright, I guess H-E-W-Hugh is the correct terminology he used, and I was wrong. See, I can admit it. Big boy. I never heard that word in my life. Me neither. You learn something new every day. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. So, I'm going to try to use it in some kind of a sentence later. You should. I hew the firewood. No. Oh. Well. All right, so uh, let's start out with something fun. This is amazing. This is totally amazing. This is uh, just an example of how out of touch the people who rule over us, because they don't lead us, they rule over us, are. Mayor Adams in New York did this whole ceremony Monday morning. I mean, this was a big deal. Press came out. I don't know if they're as stupid as he is, but they came out for this big announcement say new york for years for years the entirety of my life people throw their bags near a lamp pole on the street the guys come up this is uh, they go between the cars they grab the garbage and they throw it in the back of the truck this has been going on forever that's why new york has a rat problem the garbage leaks the bags rip mm-hmm. people throw them so they burst open and rats come out and gnaw on it, and then they take the crap down in the basement of whatever building is nearby. Then they procreate, and rats procreate more than rabbits. Mm. So they have a big rat problem right now. But that aside, they're trying to find solutions. You've seen these. I saw these. The first time I saw my first one was in 1996 in Scottsdale, Arizona. We were all issued these garbage cans that had little handles on the side. Okay, I'll never forget it because I was like... What are these? Because usually you buy your own garbage can, you put it in front of your home in garbage day. So I would put my garbage in there, and then I was watching the morning that uh, the first truck came, the garbage truck came, and it would arm would come out the side, pick up the garbage can, whoop over the side. Right. That was it. I was. That's pretty cool. Nobody has to get off the truck. You know, unless there's some junk laying there, and you didn't have to get off the truck. That was 1996. How many years ago was that? A lot. Twenty almost four 30. plus uh, four is twenty eight. Twenty. It's almost thirty years ago. Turns out the guy who invented that system for garbage trucks lived in Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay. He invented this in 1966. Why did it take him so long? Didn't get a patent for it because nobody believed it would work. Oh. Didn't get a patent for it until the late 70s, early 80s. But since 1985, it's been in use all over the country. Well, Eric Adams in New York just discovered it. What? what? Yeah. They just discovered it, so they did this big thing. Like, Listen to this. Like, it never existed.
8: But With the truck you see next to me, uh, it represents the future of New York City garbage collections. This prototype will collect uh, trash using automated uh, side loading.
2: The... Uh the th- th- every network, every local TV station was out there like this is the most amazing thing. New Yorkers have never seen anything like this. Have
3: they not been using it in New York?
2: I just got done telling you no. They put all their garbage on the curb.
4: Why why do they act like it's never been a thing because though? Surely they... you've seen movies and stuff. No. 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 Dude, I'm playing this is real. This is an
2: AI. This is actually the mayor with this entire press corps out there. I mean, All the TV stations from New York, New York One, Fox 5, I mean, they're all out there. ABC 7, they're all out there covering this like it's the most amazing thing. They brought a truck in to do a demonstration.
8: So that we can service large on-street containers like the ones you see here and pick up New Yorkers' trash quicker, cleaner, and smarter. This is a working prototype designed to fit the unique needs of New York City.
2: No They've used them everywhere, including Scottsdale, where I lived, uh, back almost 30 years ago. So you're... Or my house, probably right about now. Okay, Okay, so what's funny (laughs) is that in the beginning of the press conference, you know how he always comes fashionably late? Mm -hmm. They played New York State of Mind by uh, Alicia Alicia Keys Keys. and and Jay-Z. Was it Jay-Z? Yeah. They did that whole, New York, New York. Here comes this white-ass garbage truck, nice and new and clean. And inside of it, it says, new technology for new New
13: York.
3: <laughs> Next week, we'll have a press conference on this device that's handheld. It's got buttons on it, and you can talk to other people. It's amazing.
13: Delivered four years ahead of expectation. <laughs> Buddy, Why where is have you so
2: been? Funny. Dude, I'm not getting you. I'm not getting you. This is a real story. It's amazing.
4: Okay, is is like the arm just different? Does no, the truck that's drive what I, itself
2: no. or something? No, no, no. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking. Now here's the next thing. This is something again. I can speak for myself. I'm a dope. I mean, my IQ probably borders on three digits, but not quite. He's the mayor of New York City, the most incredible, largest city in the world, right? Have they thought about what's going to happen when the cars block the arm of this new uh, invention and they can't get to the garbage cans? Because New York is notorious for towing cars that block fire hydrants, uh, access for wheelchairs. I mean, it just
4: it's well, it's it's a daily thing. They're trying to cut down on the cars anyway. <laughs> didn't, didn't I give you that story a while back? Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, what you do is you take the cameras. arms
3: and they go through the window of the car and you lift the car and the garbage truck.
4: Yeah,
2: hey, I'm waiting for that for some you know hungover garbage man who puts the button at the wrong time goes right through a. It's
3: like I'm done dealing with this for today.
2: A Mercedes.
4: I mean, you got those congestion cameras. There's probably not going to be any cars on the road anyway. They're charging you just because you're in traffic, not to use a bridge, not yeah, to use a special toll road. It's like, well, you were in this part of the city this time of day, so it'll be twenty dollars. You
3: think that's going to stop people in New York? Do you know how from much
4: from driving? Yeah. Yeah, because you have a little bit more public transit there than you have.
2: Yeah, in a lot if you of the don't city. die,
3: taking it.
4: Well, I mean. All right, let's
2: stay in New York for just a second. Remember those uh, two NYPD officers that got kicked and punched by uh, illegals? And then the illegals uh, were arrested. Three of them got out within two hours. They were flipping
3: off the cameras as they they Mm -hmm. got out of jail.
2: God. Double birds Punchable and nimble faces. The fourth one got out the day after. No, nothing. No bail, no nothing because there's no bail in New York. So oh. they, they took off immediately.
4: Yeah, dude didn't even ask answer any questions. Here's a lady from ABC trying to like chase down Alvin Bragg.
7: D.A. Bragg, why did you not ask for bail? Why didn't you ask for bail for these uh, migrants? What? District Attorney Alvin Bragg trying to get away from questions about his decision to release five illegal migrants charged with assaulting two NYPD officers in Times Square that was caught on camera all five were released without bail even though they are charged with a felony the four other city DA's attended a news conference with the governor who took questions in the past few days and you've said this multiple times that you are looking to judges and prosecutors to do the right thing do you think that DA Bragg did the right thing by releasing illegal migrants charged with assaulting two New York City police officers violently who have no ties to New York City, New York State, or this country. Do you think he did the right thing? And they're charged with felonies. Anytime there's an assault on a police officer, which is a very serious offense, it is bail eligible and bail should be sought. Meaning right now that they should be sitting in Rikers.
2: And yet, where are they? you're the, oh, go- you're the governor. Yeah, four of them just right. ran away. Well, they finally caught up with a a few of them in California.
7: Yeah, because we
3: knew they were going to head there, what, to try to buy a house or something?
2: I don't know. They bought some cars and stuff with the money they made, uh, stealing phones and breaking into places and stuff. So anyway, they got a few of them. What's amazing is what we should do is tell them they were involved in January 6th, and they'd have them all lined up already and in a prison underground. Every one of them. (laughs) Let's move over to Chicago for just a second. You know, Mayor Johnson replaced, uh, you know, Beetlejuice. Yeah. uh, And... You know, they had a choice. They had a choice between a mayor that, a guy who was running for mayor that said he was going to solve the crime problem by, you know, arresting people.
3: Oh, we can't do that. That's racist.
2: Mayor Brandon Johnson doesn't believe in arrests, doesn't believe that criminals should be put in jail. Uh uh-uh. uh number of shootings have increased. His city's overwhelmed with illegals. He claims it's all, you know, Greg Abbott's fault in Texas because he's bussing the illegals there. He's got about 40,000. But you know what's funny is that all around Chicago, uh, illegals are being flown by the Biden administration to little tiny cities where nobody's noticing at 2 in the morning. But Uh. that never comes into the conversation. We leave that part out. So now people are starting to get smart. You know what's funny? It's the poor neighborhoods. It's the black neighborhoods that are really upset at Mayor, Bragg, at Mayor Johnson. Should be. They voted for him. What is he doing? Shunning them. Shutting them out. Moving illegals into their neighborhoods, into their playgrounds, into their... Civic rec- centers and... Schools. And they're getting pissed. They're like, wait a minute. We barely had power before in politics. Now we have no power. You're giving it all to these illegals. You said you were going to help us. You're not helping us. So now they're yelling at him. They're going, hey... Why don't you go down to the border since you're so upset about it, Mayor Johnson, and see what you could do about it? What'd he say? What a strange response.
3: I have children
5: who attend schools who have soccer games, y'all. You know, you all are asking me as if I'm not a parent in this city. I get it. I'm mayor. I get it. But you're asking me to
1: give you a date, and I have to court. Do you understand that you have not had a mayor like me? I get that. I have a wife. I have children. They have schedules. And plus, we still have
2: public safety that we have to address. We still have the unhoused that we have to address. I still have a budget that I have to
5: address. And I'm doing all of that with a black wife raising three black children on the west side of the city of Chicago. I am going to the border as soon as possible. Wow. I you, am you, busy with
3: me. my kids' soccer game.
2: I got I, plans. I, and you got to understand, they're not just kids,
3: they're black. Track meets, and I got a
2: Tupperware party I got to go to. I got things. Now you may ask yourself I know it's real difficult. He's raising children and they're black. What does that have to do with it? I have no idea. I was trying to figure out what, why do you say that? This guys, these people are so obsessed with race because it is how they make money. So anyway, that aside, he's very busy. You know how busy he is? Let me give you an example. Last week he was so busy that he had time to go into a vote in the City Council of Chicago. The City Council, which by the way, uh, they should be discussing the 37 killings that happened last week. You know, It's a mass shooting, but you know, we don't we don't discuss that, never gets any airtime, to vote on a ceasefire in Gaza. It was a tie, 23 to 23, but the mayor was so busy he had time to leave his office and raising his kids in the soccer games and all that to go to this council, city council meeting to vote and be the deciding vote.
8: I, didn't... I will exercise
2: my vote and my right and my vote, high. Yeah. Yay! She's in Gaza! I didn't know Chicago <laughs> had the power to make that happen. Netanyahu's going like,
3: what? what? <laughs> Got other stuff to do, man. Take care of your city.
2: You know who did go down to the border? 60 Minutes last Sunday.
3: Not Kamala.
2: No. 60 Minutes asked U.S. Customs and Border Patrol about the gap in the border fence in California. Just at the southern tip of California, there's a little little tiny opening. Do you know that the tiny opening, I'm talking about six-foot wide opening, where the fence that Trump built and the next pole is, there's a big, um, what do they call it, outcropping of rocks. So to do that, they have to move the, it's a, it's a little bit of a construction effort. They have to move the rocks to put the next post in. But no, they didn't. So they put some razor wire there. That's all right. The illegals just pushed it aside and came on in. 60 minutes came down there. And uh, they stood there as they watched illegals cross the border through this little opening. Nobody's tried to fix it.
6: For sunrise, we saw the first group of migrants make their way from Mexico through a gap between the 30-foot steel border fence and rocks. Ooh. Ducking under a bit of razor wire and into the United States. We were surprised to see the number of people coming through from China, nearly 7,000 miles away. Our cameras, and at one point, this armed border patrol agent standing 25 feet away, did not deter them. So there's a lot of
2: things here. Number one, um, that little opening was advertised like well, you would see an advertisement for Coca Cola in Africa, uh, China, what? Russia, uh, uh, South America. advertised. There's a way
3: in. Go over here.
2: Exactly. Okay. They gave the coordinates. They told people how to get there. The What's going on? Which, because
4: we're open for business and it pays. That's not the only spot either. Like no. in Eagle Pass, right where they had like um that park. The, the Feds showing up right there at that park, and everybody's meeting there. You got the the Feds and the Border Patrol. And then you got the Texas people. The National Guard And it seems like There's this big standoff I saw a video from this guy That lives in Eagle Pass He's like Here's where all the hullabaloo is And all the media cameras He's like Just a little bit down the road And you see him drive For like Maybe a minute Two And the gates are open There's nobody down there You could drive a truck A semi-truck You could drive right through it
2: So Same thing happened here Southern tip of California. This guy, Jerry, his not his real name. He's from Yugoslavia. I'm sure his name is something we can't pronounce, but he's an immigrant. Mm-hmm. Legal immigrant. Came here legally. Respected our laws and came here legally. That's crazy. So anyway, 60 Minutes had a little conversation with him.
8: When they come over here, they come with the suitcases, they come prepared with the computers, just like they got off on a Norwegian cruise ship yesterday. You're an immigrant yourself. Yes. Where did you come from? I come from Yugoslavia. You came through the front door. I came through the front door.
6: And what do you think about this?
8: They, they don't care. Have you ever just yelled, get out of here? Well, they say uh, I, uh, that was uh, like four months ago. There was eight guys start knocking my trees and start burning my 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 trees on the other side. Uh-huh. So I told them, please don't do that. Please don't. They start surrounding me. I went home and I got my gun and I should I had they arrest me. They arrested you yeah, they arrested on your property. Yeah, on my property. I asked them not to burn the trees, not to knock the fences, and they they arrested me. They put me, you know police caught and just protecting my own land. What is going on? Did,
2: this, this yeah, guy, they're setting fire to the guy's property. He's on his property. They, sur- eight guys made a circle around him, threatening him. No, that's he feared for his life. Yeah. The cops expected him to just burn down with his own home? He shoots in the air and they arrest him and the migrants go free. He wasn't charged, thank God. But at the same yeah, time, how could you charge him on what? What is going on?
3: This is unbelievable. And did a 60 Minutes reporter just say, "Did you ask them to shoo?" Yeah, she did that. She says, "Didn't you tell them just, him just tell them to go away? Just tell him just them to go, go away, away go, now. Go away. Or maybe try shoo. I always like that shoo." Did you ever just, just you know, ask them nicely? You're a 60 Minutes reporter for crying out loud.
2: 60 Minutes is now about 32 I know, minutes. No, but you,
3: that's what you, that was your question. That was your big question. Yeah. Did you ever ask them just not to do it? <laughs>
4: Uh, yeah, believe me, the gun wasn't my first choice, okay? <laughs>
12: yeah.
8: It's stuff Rick finds while surfing on the internet. On the
1: internet. On the internet. He may spend too much time on the internet, but he finds something strange and new each day.
2: Well, I saw this and immediately thought of Jill. Oh, for the love. What's going to happen? No, nothing's going to happen. You always talk about, you know, well, you know, I I come to work and for that I get money. And you you always go through that whole thing. No,
3: it's when we're talking about an interview. When you say, why do you want to work here? And I think it's the dumbest interview question because the answer is clearly money. I need money to survive. I hear you're handing it out if I work for you. That's why I want to work for you.
2: (laughs) Right. So uh, when I saw this video, I thought of you because this is probably something you would do.
6: Hey, Veronica, do you have a minute? Yeah. What's up? I love these. We have a new associate starting next week. I'm hoping that you can go ahead and train her. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm willing to help. Um, how do I invoice for that? There's n- there's no additional compensation for, for training. I thought that was clear. Well, I assume I'm still going to be expected to meet my own goals as well as training her. So it's going to be additional work for me. So I am highly expecting to get compensated for the training, especially because the training is about a month and a half. I was kind of hoping you would do this as a favor. Okay, all right, um, hold on, get this out of my first. Here you go. What is this? What's this? It's my light and my water bill. I figured as a favor, you could take care of them for me since you want me to do this as a favor. There's no need to be sarcastic. I'm not being sarcastic. My life doesn't run on favors. My life runs on income. So I'm happy to help with training if you're going to compensate me. Otherwise, you can find someone else.
4: (laughs) Might need to to play that one again. (laughs) Isn't that great? I mean, it's funny because you see that so often nowadays. Like, company needs to downsize. All right. uh, 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 These people, we need to downsize. Sorry, you're cut. But the responsibilities still need to be done Yeah, Tell the you job what, still needs to get yeah, done Janine, you're gonna do the billing now it's like, that guy got paid more than I did You want me to do his job and mine For the same amount of money Yeah, you know, we gotta be a team player
3: <laughs> It's like, um, okay Are you staying late and doing extra jobs, Mr. Supervisor? No, you know? no, just the underlings? Just us normies? Okay, cool
4: It's just funny how they do that Well, I mean, you know, you really gotta step up we're all, we're all making sacrifices. All right, in this
2: next clip, when parents meet their daughter's boyfriend for the first time 40 years from now. Get Wait, it? What? When parents meet the their, their daughter's boyfriend in the future, 40 okay. years from now. This is what it's going to be like gotcha. 40 years from now. I'm just going to use the restroom real fast.
11: So, Mom, Dad, do you like him? How many followers does he have? Like 300 something. That's a little low, honey. I know.
13: So he's not an influencer? Who is he influencing?
11: His dog. He probably only wants you for your followers. That's not true.
13: I didn't want to
8: say anything, but when they brought the food over, he didn't take any pictures, no videos, nothing. (laughs) He just started eating like some animal. Yeah,
0: yeah, I saw that too. What are
9: his pronouns?
11: He him Oh, there it God.
9: There it is. What
2: are we supposed to tell a family?
11: How much Bitcoin does he make? He makes regular money.
8: Okay, I'm done. That's it. I'm done. No.
11: You're hurting your father so much. that <laughs> <And> it's hysterical.
4: <laughs> it's funny. Probably not wrong, though. All right, so here's the Super
2: Bowl border commercial. We already had somebody at ask about how they can get this. I don't know. I was scrolling Instagram. I'll try to find it, but uh, I'm sure if you put in Super Bowl border parody commercial, you'll find it. But this is a Super Bowl commercial. Super Bowl
1: 56 held 70,000 football fanatics. Super Bowl 57 saw 68,000 fans, while 65,000 people will pack Allegiant Stadium for Super Bowl 58. Combined That's not even as many people that crossed the border in just the last month. Stop the insanity. (laughs) Wow.
2: They really have you in the first half. Dude, and the graphics, it's, it's done really well.
3: And now do you think it's a real commercial that's gonna air during the Super Bowl or is this just one that some like a fan created to no, prove a point?
2: I don't know if a fan it was done, it looked like pretty professional production. It may not be on the Super Bowl. That's right. too expensive. That's, oh yeah. But it was it was by some some council board or something. Okay. Something. Finally, uh student loans has been a topic for a while now. You know, Biden wants to pay everybody student loan to buy vote I mean to to you know take the pressure off mm. our precious young Youths. Yeah, what about yeah.
4: people with houses and cars? Do they get some relief? Or-
2: no. no. He hates those no. people. Just students. Students are very special.
12: These student loans are basically small business loans, and the business is you, and you're maybe not such a great business. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if they call them small business loans, no 18-year-old kid would ever get the loan because it's a bad idea for a business. If you had to go to the bank to the small business desk and ask me, like, yeah, I'm gonna need $150,000, they'd be like, all right, what's your business idea? All right, here's the idea. For the next four years, I'm gonna get blackout drunk. But also, I'm gonna get a degree in sociology. They'd be like, get the f*** out of our bank. You're like, that's fine, I will, but just know that I did have a way to pay you guys back. I going to give you $80 a month for the next 240 years.
1: It's stuff Rick finds while surfing on the internet. On the internet. On the internet. He may spend too much time on the internet. But he finds something strange and new each day. Rick Stacey Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. That's a filthy habit. Stream it now. 1059 sunnyfm.com. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. So wake up, people. Having fun with the world gone crazy. All
3: right, disclaimer don't try this at home. Some crazy person is eating a bunch of raw chicken until it makes him sick. Day
1: 18.
9: Eating raw chicken every day till I get a tummy ache. I got to get on a flight in about one hour, so I'm just having a quick breakfast. Don't try this at home. When you get chicken stuck in your teeth, you can use one of nature's toothpicks. Today we're going to try some chicken wings,
0: and I got this hot sauce. It's from Hot Ones, and it's usually the last one that they use. I might have made a mistake.
2: He's doing that raw, all of them?
3: He's eating all the raw chicken until he gets sick.
4: How could you even stand the texture?
3: Oh, I would. That's why I was gagging because he's almost three weeks in. He hasn't gotten what? sick yet, but that oh, doesn't mean no. he doesn't have a bunch of worms swimming that's, around in his belly. So, why is he doing this? I don't know. He's trying to get likes on the internet because that's what gives people validation these days. But you're eating raw chicken. Yeah. Brega- even, t-
4: take the whole salmonella thing out of the equation. It's the texture. And gooey. It's slimy. It, I, I don't even like to touch it. Man. And this guy's just like, yeah, chicken slime. Ugh. Ugh. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's awful. Why don't you just eat some raw eggs with it? Ugh.
2: Sometimes, unless you know, fried chicken. I love fried chicken, but sometimes just chicken. You, you, sometimes you see a vein or two, and you're like, Oh
4: not No, he's probably washing it down
2: with a cocktail of pond scum and motor oil. Dude, were you here when yeah. uh, we had uh, this guy up here every week? Uh, Chef
4: Jimmy, remember him? Oh yeah, vaguely. I would see his his his. Things set up he out worked here
2: at Le, Le, Le Cordon Bleu and it's gone already. But remember when he came up here and cooked one time and he's doing swordfish because I loved swordfish? Oh, you tell me about that. Oh, yeah, the worms came out. The, he was pulling them out and that was the last day. That's like seven years ago. I never ate swordfish again. It's a lot of stuff. He could put it on the pan and the worms started coming out the top. And, and he's just picking at them. And I said, What are you doing? He goes, Oh,
3: just taking the worms out. I'm like, oh, oh, What? From, what, the, what? The thing? What? I've been turned off of a couple of things. I've been turned off of broccoli lately because I found broccoli mites, do you know what those are? No, I never heard of those. They're like little bugs on broccoli. I mean, look, if you're yeah, gonna eat organic fruit, you gotta you gotta and vegetables you gotta understand there might be you gotta wash it really well.
2: Yeah, bugs but bugs is what the government wants us to eat, so you might as well get used to it.
3: And I was just like, can't do the broccoli. Yeah, but the worms.
2: <laughs> yeah, the worms yeah. are a little much. Nope. <laughs> you like eel? Mm-mm. You don't like eel sushi with
3: the eel, it's Mm-mm. cooked? No. Yeah. It's an eel. Do you like sushi? Uh I eat like veggie sushi. Like they'll make me veggie rolls. You don't even eat sushi with sometimes, like that's just Sometimes rice I eat season. fish, but I mean, uh, I don't normally know. They make the restaurant that's in my neighborhood, it's an awesome sushi restaurant. And I'll go in and I'll just say, Can you just make me some veggie rolls? And they're like, Yeah, you want me to surprise you? I'm like, Sure. And they bring it out, and it's like art. It's beautiful, it's delicious. Well, you got a spicy make it tuna? You don't good. like spicy tuna? I've eaten spicy tuna before, yeah. it's good. I don't like eel I don't like the eel sauce. I know that's a big thing. A lot oh, of people I love like the eel that. Eel sauce. See,
4: I like the sauce. I just don't like I don't the eel. Know. Yeah, the eel I mean, it's a seen water an eel? snake. What?
3: You ever seen an eel? It's a big worm.
4: Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I mean, same with crustaceans. Yeah. Shrimp, crabs, all that stuff. That's sea bugs. Yeah, that's the sea e- bugs.
3: They're they're bottom feeders. That's yeah, the lobster is
4: the biggest uh, insect I love.
3: Same thing as, uh, is it oysters or clams or mussels? I forget what shellfish, but the shellfish's purpose is to detoxify the ocean. Like if you take a tank full of them and a tank not full of uh, like beginning and end, you'll see the water. So it means they're eating up all that stuff and then we pull them out of the ocean and we eat them. Now let
4: me ask you this. What? If you could have, if cockroaches were the size of lobsters, would you crack that open and eat it with butter? Wow, sounds good. Cockroaches.
3: Remember in Indiana Jones where they take the cockroach and they peel and they eat it like an artichoke and he skims oh, it with his teeth? Do you remember yeah. that? Is there uh, meat inside a cockroach? I don't know. I don't want to I know. mean, they're
4: big enough, but I heard a frightening statistic that if you took all the uh, insects in the world and just made them three times larger, that we would not be the dominant species. Well, yeah, I believe that. Yeah.
3: All right, let's play a yeah. game of what would you rather. Okay. You have to flip a coin. Tails, you get a billion dollars. Heads, you get continuous incurable hiccups for your entire life, and if you don't flip the to- the coin, it guarantees that you get both. Which one would you choose? Well, I
4: wait, guess you're. Wait. I guess, well, let's wait, see, hold
2: on, give me a coin. I don't even carry coins.
4: Uh, coin. Incurable hiccups. Yeah, you said? have to have them forever for the rest of your life. And otherwise, you
3: get a million dollars. No, if you don't, if you flip it, your choices are, it's like. You flip the coin. You have to chance it. 50-50. You have a 50-50 shot of getting a billion well, dollars. Obviously
2: you flip the coin.
3: Right, cuz otherwise you're going to you get have both. a coin. Uh in my purse somewhere.
4: Okay. Yeah, but you get both at least cuz if the no you coin? have a 50-50 shot yeah. of just getting the incurable hiccups and still being poor.
2: Yeah, but you're taking a shot here. You have a 50-50 shot of getting the incurable. Do you want to run and get it? Yeah, go okay. get a coin. Let's or see. Or at least
4: that with, if you didn't flip it and you got the million and the hiccups You could at least The hiccups would be more bearable Because you'd have a million dollars You wouldn't have to go to work and be like <gasps> Have you, you ever had hiccups?
2: <laughs> 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 Think about <You're>, having- your <laughs> chest hurts <laughs> After the first two minutes
4: Here. Yeah but right. incurable
2: Okay what is it Jill? Heads is heads is the million And no, tails, tails is the Tails is a
3: billion And heads you have incurable hiccups for life Okay ready? Yeah What was it again? Just flip the coin and I'll tell okay. you Okay What do you have? Tails Billion dollars Yeah! I quit! Well, my turn Wait now me and then smoke you
4: have to go. All right, I have a penny over here I think. Okay, let's see. Yeah, go ahead.
3: I got heads. Oh, diarrhea! I get hiccups for life. I get hiccups hiccups. for life. Who mentioned diarrhea? Oh, I don't know. That's a side effect.
4: I'd rather have that. All All right, smoke flip. Oh, heads
3: Oh, you got hiccups too you See,
4: both told hiccups. you I should have flipped a coin I at least ah. have money and hiccups You're both sick well, of a least, diarrhea
3: and I'm rich At least, it's not diarrhea, it's Alright, whatever no, I would rather have you, the
4: diarrhea to be honest But so.
3: Smoke's right Because at least if you don't flip it you ha- You're guaranteed a billion dollars Right, right, and right, right that makes the,
4: the hiccups at least slightly more bearable No, but they don't Okay, well, you know I'm Try for, having hiccups and going to work.
3: Rick is metaphorically still ha- a billionaire in his head right now. He's not paying ah, attention. I have
4: a, I'm a billionaire. Now, well, you
3: need to be because hiccups would take all of us out of business. Would you? That's true. <laughs> would you share with Smokestack and I some money out of pity because now we have incurable hiccups? You have the
2: hiccups. Sure. I'll give you some money. It's a billion dollars. I'll <laughs> no, give you no, how exactly much you want. How
4: much do. you want. He would million. grab a quarter and go, why don't you guys flip over it? And yeah. then throw diarrhea. it at us and Drive away in his fancy car. You get diarrhea or ten million. Oh my
3: god, it's not diarrhea. But later they know loses,
4: that's the new choice. Why don't you drink a cup of water upside down? <laughs> Tell you what, I'll even pay for it. Use a coin.
3: So we talk about Airbnb on here, and you know how I feel about it. I'm scared it's like A horror movie to me It could be the prettiest Airbnb But I'm nervous That the owner of the house Is gonna be secretly Spying on me Via cameras in the vents Or you just end up In a
4: basement dungeon Imagine you go Into your Airbnb You know You do one of those things Where I'm gonna be In the other
13: side of the house You stay in the west wing No I'm not going there With you there
4: Even if you don't It rubs the
11: lotion On it's skin It does this Whenever it's told Did
3: you see the video Uh Of the guy that was Staying in the Airbnb And this like Andre the giant Looking woman Comes out of the wall Yes And she's just sitting there. She's like, yeah. And he's like, where'd you come from? I'm renting your house. She's like, well, I'm living in the wall.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she was living in the wall. What (laughs) the
3: hell? Well, there's a private investigator. He said he has experience in this era and said that if someone's going to put up a camera to catch you in a compromising position, it's probably going to be positioned in a place that gives them the best viewing angle. People are like, because sometimes if you run an Airbnb, you'll have different rules. And believe it or not, they'll say... No doing this No doing this Usually it's like no parties But some people will say No sexual activity in the beds
4: I don't want to have to Scrub your sheets You heathens But they're
3: saying You need to check the alarm Clocks Smoke detectors Televisions Lamps Mirrors Air filters Oh my god And bookshelves Why bother I don't even want to
4: leave Yeah the house anymore. just stay in the Holiday Inn Express <laughs> Yeah Airbnbs God's are dangerous sake. I mean you rent one of those things Maybe there's a trap door Under the bed and it just you just get dropped into a pit, and the bed comes back up like a reverse no Murphy bed. Mm-mm.
3: I want no part of it. I told it, you. I... It I'm, rubs lotion on its uh-huh. skin. I watched that. Um, it that pays, documentary, pays us the deposit,
4: whatever it's told.
3: And it was a. Uh, it was the this couple, well, there was a story about a couple doing Airbnb and they're never going to do Airbnb again. I forget what their reason was, but this one girl was by herself and she woke up and the owner of the house was sitting in a chair next to the bed watching her sleep.
4: Whoa. (laughs) How you doing? I combed your hair.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hard pass. (laughs) Um, Okay, so have you heard about the Apple Vision Pro VR headset? Oh, yeah. $3,500.
2: Yeah, but you... Did you see the demo? I mean, again, this stuff scares me, but I saw the demo, and it's amazing. Well, people
3: stood in line. They stood outside of an Apple store, and you had to fill out all these questionnaires about your vision and mental health and all that sort of stuff. So, Just one, in
4: case it cooks you. Yeah, so
3: you had to do that, and people were waiting in line. They're coming in. They're putting on the VR headset. It goes through facial recognition, hand recognition, um, and then... It has this like series of dots um, that you you can basically. It's what you wanted. You know how you wanted it's the thing from the Matrix. Re- yeah, it's minor- the Matrix, Minority
2: Report. Minority yeah. Report. It is that you can actually set up screens on your you, on on your cabinets in the kitchen. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah
4: like the older versions of like the the Quest and stuff that Meta or I guess it was Oculus and then Facebook bought it. Those ones you could kind of get there, but it wasn't like the Apple ones where you can like see through. Yeah. But it's it's definitely crazy, crazy technology. It's
3: like the oculus on Crack, but it's a, it's called the Apple Vision Pro VR headset.
12: Isn't that something? Ready for the latest breakthrough in wearable technology? Then get ready for the new Apple Vision Pro VR headset with a more realistic experience than ever before. Whoa, this headset is great. I'm at the office right now listening to my boss drone on and on about quarterly reports or something. So realistic. you love the hyper-realistic experience of the Apple Vision Pro VR headset.
10: Oh, wow. I'm arguing with my husband about money and how the kids are being raised, just like in real life. And I'm sneaking out to a seedy motel to meet my mistress. Amazing. The new Apple Vision Pro VR headset. Time to put on my sleep apnea mask. So realistic. Try it today.
1: I know. It's crazy, right? Crazy talk. (laughs) Hey, you're with Stupid News on the Rick Stacy Morning Show. Who's the stupid one now? With Jill and Smokestack.
2: All right. Here we go. All right. So um, this is the next new big idea from our scientific world. Remember. Science is always evolving. You know, in COVID, we decided that that's not the case. Science is it. That's the answer. Don't question it. But that's not the case. Science is always questioning and always evolving. And hopefully we're learning from it. But it never stands still. And there's never consensus on science. That's another thing. People think, well, climate change is climate. That... Don't even argue with me. No, there's arguments to be had. For instance, this scientist came up with a new proposal to cool the Earth. Big air conditioning on the moon? You might as well be that. (laughs) This one is an umbrella. A giant umbrella floating in outer space that will block 1% to 2% of the sun, therefore lowering the temperature of the Earth.
3: Space umbrella? That's the
4: dumbest thing I've ever heard. You want to put a beach umbrella over the planet? (laughs) No, not
2: over the planet. Between the sun and the planet. It's going to block out 1% to 2% of the sun's rays, therefore cooling the earth.
4: Okay. You okay? want to block out the sun's rays? Are you just trying to make it harder for me to grow food so I have to eat your lab goo? Mm. Wow. Mm. I mean, Very just the way good. they go after farmers in Europe, by. would If there just... was, we should ditch the Grammys and the Oscars
2: for the cynical I, I You know, I'd somebody be, said... You'd, gotta... you'd be a winner. Just saying. For best cynical comment on a morning show, the winner is... Smokestack! Come on up and accept your
4: award. <laughs> thank you. I have so many people to thank. Um, I really owe it all to my super cynical boss, Rick. I hang out with him too much, and he's had too much of an influence on my brain, in probably a worse way than he'd ever imagined.
2: <laughs> so veterinarians has got a snake at the Second Chance Wildlife Center in Gaithersburg. Uh, snake was brought in. It's usually with snakes. This usually they swallowed an egg, a hard-boiled egg. Or maybe they swallowed a golf ball, or maybe they swallowed a you know dog's toy or something like that. Right. So they noticed something that was sort of sticking out of the snake's stomach, uh, rub it, rubbing its way out. Oh, don't tell me it's a person. Something hard. No, it was a doorknob. Oh well, no, a car sh- gearshift knob. Okay. Oh, a ge- like gearshift, second, first, third, oh. fourth, fifth. Yeah, you swallowed a gear shift knob. Ripped it off a car somehow. All right, hold still. (laughs) Oh, finally, I can get out of park. (laughs) The world's most predictive or clairvoyant, whichever word you like better, cartoon has done it again, The Simpsons. This time, the Matt Groening-created animated comedy has been uh, credited with a foreseeing and forecasting of the rise of the Vision Pro Apple's much-hyped virtual reality headset, which we just spoke about. If you wear it, it throws out whatever you want. Screens, you can see your computer screen. You can have timers go up, but it's all in front of you. Mm-hmm. So, like, you made this example before. If there's four pots on your stove. You can actually set the timer on all four individual pots and see them on the screen in your headset and which ones have reached temperature. Or you can which... take
3: off the headset and look at them actually in real time with your eyeballs. Oh, oh.
2: Then what am I going to spend $3,500 on, Jill? <laughs>
4: Yeah, besides what a ridiculous comment. CGI babes just, you know, loitering around that he can't touch.
2: Well, I was t- just telling John that's true. Um, who's the guy Dirty Jobs Mike Rowe? Yeah. yeah. He was saying the other day, this guy is so knowledgeable. He was saying the other day, "You know what? What what in our culture refines technology more than anything else? Pornography."
3: Yeah, it's insane to me.
2: The money invested to make porn better is far and above more money that's invested in making the equipment better. Porn is the is the one that makes all our you know technology what it is today. Oh. oh. So you know these headsets are going to get much much better after Pornhub gets a hold of them. Well,
4: isn't that how the internet like kind of yeah started? I don't know if it started that way. Well, I mean, it was a big factor in its uh, explosion.
2: So anyway, the Simpsons predicted these headsets. One ex-user describing the cartoon's alleged foretelling of the tech, which dropped Friday at Apple stores, for the uninitiated, these black mirror-esque devices controlled by the eyes and hand gestures allow viewers to enjoy a range of hyper-realistic VR experiences, nothing like the VR headsets that are available out on the street today. Uh, This can put you anywhere you want to be. You can have a rhino charging right at you. You can be sitting down with
4: Alicia Keys, listening to her Sing. Why
3: would you want a uh, rhino
4: charging at you? That's terrifying. Maybe. Well, th- people do the shark one. Yeah, it's true. That one's terrifying. I tried to do that. Like, look, it's the Meg experience, and then like, you put the goggles on, and you're under the ocean, and I didn't even see the shark. I was like, no, nope, 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 all done for me. Mm-hmm. So, so, a montage with-
2: on the show back in the past shows various Simpsons characters wearing these uh, obtrusive headsets while walking into lampposts and falling down manholes. It was a joke on the show.
5: Oh, yeah, here they go
2: but there was never...
4: Oh. Ow. oh, the old lady goes down the manhole. This guy,
2: look. Help,
4: <laughs> this is before any,
2: any of these headsets.
3: What year did this come out?
4: That uh, this was
3: eight years ago. Wow. Isn't it something? Simpsons does it again with their predictions. It's funny to,
4: like, look at the way our technology is happening now and wonder how much of it is maybe shaped from the art that we've already made. Maybe. Or, yeah, it's that... Life imitates art. Art imitates life kind of thing.
2: Why don't you explain the next story, the last story here? What is it? What do you got? It's about the stock market and the money supply.
4: Oh, I don't know. You got the story. I don't, I
3: don't <sighs> know. You gave it. You, you didn't do, memorize it to
2: me? Why do you, oh, you, do, what you, why do, you do
4: this to me? What? It's a
3: super complicated it's story. Complicated it's complicated it. and I
4: don't feel like okay, it. Okay, geez. Hang on. Let me find it here.
2: I'll do and That's it. all right. Anyway, I'll just do it in my own words, which is a horrible thing to attempt, but I'll try it. God bless us all. Um, There's all magazines and programs and people trying to, for you to consult with them for money, of course, on how to play the stock market. You know, you see it all the time. I get a letter every day, those stupid pamphlets. You can become a, you know, stock all-star if you Mm -hmm. just join us and have a consultant speak to you for $500 a month. You'll be making oodles a month. None of them, none of them, according to a new study, are accurate at all. The only thing that they say is accurate now, which forecasts... How stocks will move in the next quarter is the money supply in the country.
4: Yeah, they have like two different ways they classify it. Like they look at one, it's called M1. And M1 is the, it's the amount of money in circulation, cash Cash. and coins. Cash and coins. Gotcha. Imagine that. And that's also includes, um, so yeah, it's really cash and coins. M2 is the supply of money that's in savings accounts or money market funds or CDs, but it's all below 100,000. So, this money can be spent by consumers. It just requires extra work to get it. So, that's, um, they say that that section of money, it has to be, uh, that rises consistently over long periods with the economy, but now it's not really measuring the same way because even that stuff is dropping. See what I mean? By a ways. Let's ask Jill, do you know what he just said?
3: I just heard a bunch of clickings of people turning their radios. Does that count? (laughs)
4: Well, let's hear your version, Jill.
3: I don't care. Exactly. That's my version.
4: Oh, you don't care. It's only money in your economy and all the stuff you work for. But it's the point they're trying to make is because you have so much digital money now that you can't base that on the stock market. The, the whole stock point market started, of it is it that paper money is losing
3: its value. The end of story. That's no, the that's the whole. Not really,
4: is it? That's no, it's th- just, it's an indicator that the stock market's going down because there's not as much paper money in circulation as there was. Most of the money in circulation now is the M2 category of digital stuff. So, so when you're the bank says, that- like, when you put your money in the bank, you can't go out. And if we all went to the bank, we could not pull our cash out. We no. don't have enough. I miss the
2: listeners.
3: That was fun when we had them.
4: So, so then paper money is valuable. Uh, yeah, to a degree, because you actually can have it and hold it in your hand. It's not the stuff that banks, well, you right. can have this money, but you don't. they don't actually have it to give you. So, Joe, what they're saying
2: is we ought to collect paper money, because it's more valuable than ever, because it can move.
3: Why bother? Nobody's taking cash anywhere anyway. anyway you're going to be putting it in a glass case and using it as an antique.
12: Yep. The U.S. money supply is failing for the first time since the Great
2: Depression.
8: What does that mean? It means you need all-new collectible paper money. Paper money? Is that like the money on my phone? Like Venmo? Exactly like it, except some stores don't take it. Collect them all.
2: And each piece of paper money has pictures of famous Americans. The
8: 5 has Daniel Day-Lewis on it. <laughs> and Lynn manuel Miranda is on the 10. For only six easy credit card payments of $99.99, you too can own a single, a 5, a tenner, and a
12: 20. Order now and we'll throw in the super rare $2 bill. The
8: perfect gift for Grandpa. Wow, paper money is the coolest. I'm going to collect them all.
12: Warning, in the event of the apocalypse or government shutdown, paper money will retain no value but can
4: be used for kindling or wiping your butt.
1: <laughs> the Rick Stacey Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack.
0: Sunny FM.
1: Having fun with the world gone crazy.